0: His his fingers are basically, like, right on top of the board, and Armand and I are making icons. (laughs) I wonder wonder when he's going to touch the red button and
1: shut everything (laughs) off and screw everything up. Well, we're live now. Let's see. (laughs) All right. Is that me
0: or... There we go. That's not me. All righty. So we're good. Let me just... I hope a lot of people actually tune into this one because this is going to be a very, very, very interesting show. Let me just share this really quickly. How you guys doing so far? I'm
2: doing pretty good. <coughs> right.
1: My coffee's a little cold, but I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, yeah. I wore the uh, red hat just for you.
3: Just for Claudia, <laughs> huh? Nice oh, shout out. special, Claudia. <laughs> that's a shout-out right there. She hates chocolate. <laughs> <trouble. laughs>
1: Just for Claudia. She hates Trump. She loves me, so it makes up. <laughs> <laughs> com- I mean, look.
0: Now.
3: She watches the
1: wiseness
0: That's enough, basically. That's enough. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Happy Monday.
1: TGIM. It's 5
0: o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it? Yes, it is. Uh, today's special guest, Mr. William Nadimian. How's it going, Will? It's going well, and I'm happy so to
2: be here. Thank you guys for having me today. Absolutely.
0: Thanks for joining us on this fabulous Monday. We decided not to call him Bill today. We're going <laughs> to go with William and Will, right? It's a safe option. There we go. Yeah, after
1: what the <laughs> Clintons have been, <laughs> have been doing. Do we <laughs> <doing? laughs> we want to make sure we stay as far away
0: from Clinton and Bill as possible. <laughs> yeah. Probably good idea. Yeah. Bill was
1: a great president, by the way. Loving Especially fog, after the uh, portrait they found of Bill and <laughs> <laughs> Epstein's. I don't think that was real. <laughs> hey, man. Photoshop. What he does in his yeah. personal
3: life has nothing to do with him being a president. Of course. He was the president. What he did after he was off the clock. So what Trump plays golf? Who gives a shit? Well Bill yeah.
0: did a lot of interesting things in the Oval Office <laughs> as well. <but laughs> that, guy, <laughs>
3: that guy had a sexual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: William, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. It's a uh, very great topic <laughs> to start off with. <laughs> know. We we go right to the point. Uh Will, you're a bioenergy specialist. Yep. Okay. This is the first time I actually heard the title as far as um. What you specialize in, but I I knew or we all knew what what as far as what you specialize in, but I never knew there was actual title for it. So yeah. um, please, really quickly, give us a d- brief definition of what it is exactly a bioengineer uh, specialist <laughs> <I>, energy <laughs> a bioenergy specialist is before we jump into like the stories and um, you know everything that you've done for yeah. your patients or clients or you know all that.
2: Well, what I do is I look at people's aura for example you see what kind of energy people have around them everyone in everything there's energy and the point is to uh, see what is going on with the person because people have different problems some people say i can't I'm, I'm having an issue with a b c or d and the goal is to see how that person's energy is in, in specific to their problems because once you start to identify different issues with their energy you're better equipped to resolve those problems. So the reason why I say bioenergy is because a person has energy and a person has an aura. They call it a bioenergy field. Now, that's what an aura is. It's documented scientifically, and uh, if people look it up, you'll see that there's been many different studies done about the specific elema- electromagnetic field that are around people. And now, whenever I look at a person's aura, I just look into, like, all their issues, and that's what I specialize in. Because I help them resolve their problems. I tell them what their issues are and where they're coming from.
1: Now, does bioenergy only apply to human beings, or the environment, or nature, or is there different types of energies that are used for different um, types of, uh, let's say, a building or like I s- uh, nature, or how how does or is bio applied to everything? Well,
2: I make it a very broad <coughs> term because. Mm-hmm. When energy is alive. Mm-hmm. So you, you can, there's energy in like in the specific area that we're at right now. There's energy in people, uh, in an, in the environment as a whole. And the reason why I call it bioenergy, because it's a very broad term, because I go to people's places, like homes, works, all different locations. I tell them what the energy is like in there. Because some people, they're like, whatever I try to do in this place, doesn't work out. It could just be an energy problem. It could either be, let's say they're not attracting that energy. It's not benefiting them because everyone to an extent, understand understands the law of attraction. And if you uh, think that you're not attracting it or whether or not you subconsciously believe it, if you believe it, you're going to attract it, right? On a deep level, if you believe it, you'll attract it. But if there's something that, let's say there's a block, then mm-hmm. you're like, it's not working regardless, even though I believe it, there might be something wrong in the area. So that's why I say bioenergy specialist because it's a very broad term and you are able to look at uh, different places and understand uh, what's going on there.
0: Because, I mean, the human body is made of, what, 70% water? Yeah. And then you have, like, your organs, your heart, all that stuff. And then the rest of it is kind of like energy, right? Yeah. So energy, in essence, is an <coughs> infinite element. Yeah. You can't really get rid of it. So when, for example, when somebody... Well, you can get rid of it. Can you? Well, Death. it depends in what way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, no. For example, when somebody dies, what they say is, uh physically, their body shuts down. But, I mean, energy-wise, the energy kind of, is still out and about.
2: Yeah. It is because uh, what ends up happening, the body can die, right? The body dies but the energy moves on. The energy moves Yeah. The soul, in a sense, right? It moves and leaves the body and it goes about its own, like, different transformation that, I mean, that's a very deep topic to get into if you guys want to, but the soul
3: necessarily goes We might get there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we want, we can. We have time. Yeah, we have (laughs) a good couple of of hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, in in essence, I mean, it's more of like attracting good energy yeah. and releasing the bad energy. Yeah. Now you you did mention one thing. You were saying that there are people or you know that come to you that have the bad energy, mm-hmm. and what you do is you kind of help them release the bad energy and replace it basically. Yeah. Because anytime you release something, you said you have to replace it. Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, uh, somebody comes to you is having a terrible day or a terrible week or even a terrible year as far as with work related or family problems. I mean. W- They come to you and they say what? I mean, is it like, hey, Will, I'm having a bad year. Help me out. So what they usually say
2: is like they always talk about what their issues are, what problems they're having, and uh, they're like, well, I'm having an issue with this family member. I'm having an issue with A, B, C, and D work, the people at their office or whatever, and they, there's a reason why that person ticks them off, right? There's always like that specific trigger that someone, for no reason, they don't understand. I don't really like this person. This person really gets on my nerves. This person really grinds my gears like more than anyone else, but they don't really know why. Yeah. And uh, what I do is I'm like, well, let's see what's making you feel incompatible with this person. <clears throat> and once you start to look at their energy and what that person's connection is to that certain person, right? You're able to determine if it's a healthy connection that they have with that person. Because some people can develop unhealthy, uh, necessarily like energetic uh, connections with the person. So if, let's say, you feel, like, a certain way to someone, right, you don't really like a person, you're not sending that person good energy, and they feel it, so that person's going to send you negative energy back. It's just a matter of, like, knowing what kind of energy you're getting and how to fix it.
1: Is this done consciously, or when the energies go back and forth, like, if I like him or not, is it done consciously or subconsciously, or...?
2: it's done consciously and it can be done subconsciously because there there could be reasons right like let's say whenever you're a kid you had a bad experience with a certain topic <coughs> and what that person just agitates you or makes you like subconscious on a deeper level react to that same uh problem that you might have had back then so you don't really know why you hate the person but whenever you see them you get mad at them that's a subconscious thing but there can just be reasons why you don't like someone. Someone can just be, like, mean to you or whatever. You just, like, rant. you consciously, knowingly send that energy to them. But it's just, like, a um, uh, it happens in different ways.
3: Like, you know, you find that one name that every time you meet someone with that same name, you have an issue with them. Yeah. That ad, that, I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a name, and every time I meet a person with that specific name, I just send negative vibes, and I guess... Yeah get the same in return. I
0: yeah. mean, do you think it's something where it just reminds you of that person that you hate? You I mean, hate is a strong hate, word, you though. You can't
3: hate someone. If you just dislike, dislike someone, mm-hmm. I think it's a possibility.
2: Yeah, because that's what happens. Because you're doing it on a conscious yeah. level and that person really bothers you so you're sending it to them. So, so
0: someone else, though. So in essence, I mean, let's say, for example, I don't, I dislike a person named Tom mm-hmm. and I meet another person named Tom. Right, Right off the bat, basically subconsciously i remember the tom i don't like yeah and i send that bad energy to the new tom Hundred
3: exactly
2: well i mean
1: and the new tom responds to that yeah mm-hmm. well i
0: mean
2: you guys ever had an experience like let's say you dated someone right mm-hmm. let's okay. say uh, you dated some girl named whatever like jessica right you had a bad experience with jessica jessica cheated on you jessica didn't like you she was not let's say she was a bad person too right right if you mean just Jessica? You guys ever you just have that run, experience? Yeah, you run. You, you, get, you, get, you get like a bit, maybe That's turned off by them.
1: Is it the same thing when you're dating guys? Cause <laughs> yeah, I mean, some same of us Some of us here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so some of us
3: <laughs> so <laughs> <my laughs> are full of different people. Ani, <laughs> <laughs> Ani, e, <on> e run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it
2: happens. There's people that just by names, they don't like a person because yeah. they had a bad experience with that person. So,
0: I mean, it is, it's, it's kind of like the law of attraction. 100%. And the one book I've read is The Secret. Mm-hmm. Just one book?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, did you honestly read the book or you watched the video?
0: No, no, no. I did I have it. I have the book. I've read the did book. Did you read the book? I did read the okay. book. It was probably one of the easiest reads I've ever <laughs> read in my life. I have the
1: book and I read the book yeah. are two different things. Of course. Of course. I have a lot of books. I, have I, of say books. Say <laughs> I haven't yeah, read yeah. a lot of my books. Exactly. There's books
0: I have like my wife was telling me, I was going off topic. My wife would say, hey, we'll put a bookshelf in our new house. I'm like, oh I mean yeah.
1: Let's put Ooh. a wine or a scotch yeah. off that. Yeah, <laughs> we we s- can put that to use. Let's you. put something <laughs> down that we'll actually use. I'm like,
0: we told our sister oh, we're going to read every day, every night before we go to bed, we're going to read. Yeah, right. right? Anyways, this, like, the secret. Uh, <clears> it talks about um, the law of attraction, how <clears> you, for example, you want to drive a Ferrari, you go to the dealership, you sit in that Ferrari, you visualize yourself in that Ferrari. Um, when you're driving your beat-up Honda Civic, you visualize it as a Ferrari. I mean... But that's far from reality. It is far from reality. So, I mean, how does, how does that energy uh, basically take place in the person's mind or anything? Like, how do you actually picture yourself f- driving a Ferrari when you're not actually in it? Or how do you, I, I just don't, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> the emblem might help. <laughs> yeah, One of
2: the ways that it works is that there's people who, let's say they want that Ferrari and they're like, they feel like I need to have ABC and I deserve it. A lot of times whenever my clients come to me, they don't think that they deserve anything because on a deeper level, they don't think that they're capable of attracting it. And whenever I ask them, like, are you capable of attracting it? They're Like, yeah. I'm like, why, won't? why wouldn't you be able to? And whenever they start naming off the reasons why they won't be able to attract it, it goes very deep. And whenever it starts to go very deep, you can imagine how much energy they're harboring in that part of them that's telling them they can't do it because everyone wants something a lot of them think they can't get it so if you're trying to attract something right you're going to be shooting down that energy the moment you set it out because a lot of times my clients they end up being the kind of people who are the ones who are sabotaging themselves to begin with because if they want to have a b c and d they don't think they can get a b c and d why would you attract (coughs) it you're Mm going to just instantly shoot it down
0: at that moment the one thing it did say in the secret I remember reading it said never use don'ts and nots so it was like for example uh, the universe doesn't understand don't yeah. so for example when you say I don't want to get into a car accident I don't want to be in right. debt in essence you're actually attracting that you're, you're basically attracting I want debt I want to be in a car accident see I mean it's like for me it's like how does, how does one single word change the energy or the universe?
2: Well, the way it is, is that that one single word is always playing in your head because a lot of the times these people, whenever I, I'm speaking with them, they're like, I want to have A, B, C, and D. They're like, I don't want this to happen. I don't want that to happen. And whenever you keep thinking about the don'ts, right? You know what you end up doing? You end up making that energy so strong because you're living in fear of that don't. And you, whenever you keep living in fear of that don't, what are you doing? You're manifesting that energy. And that starts to become a part of you. Living in fear is one thing, but trying to track something else is another. And if you're constantly living in fear the entire time, you're going to be tracking whatever it is that you don't want because that's what's on your mind the entire time.
1: I, I firm, I've i experienced even a simple thing as traffic tickets, like uh, parking tickets, I should say, where I remember two years ago, I've never had parking tickets. And then in a matter of two weeks, I had like seven parking tickets because... <laughs> Every time I got one, I, and everywhere I was parking, I'm like, damn, I hope I don't get a ticket, and yet <laughs> I would end up getting a ticket. So, And and I know a lot of people with traffic violations where if they get a speeding or something, they'll get right another right. one within a couple of weeks or yeah. an accident, and they'll have, an, have another one in a matter of a couple of months. So, It is law of attraction. Yeah. And so. yeah. e- even the house thing, I've personally experienced it myself. I remember years ago, there was this complex being built in Burbank, and I used to drive by it, and uh, even during the foundation, and once I could see the cosmetics of the building, I was like, wow, it would really be nice to live here. And every time I drove by, that's the thought process I had. And about probably four or five years went by, I'd completely forgotten about that place. And when I was looking to buy a property, I looked at probably two dozen different properties, I ended up Coming, Coming to that to place, that I ended up putting an offer, getting the house, and then I realized, man, this is the house that I used to drive by and say, wow, this would be a nice place to live in. Yeah. And I, But I didn't consciously put an offer because of that, completely forgotten you forgot about, about it. it.
0: You want to hear one trippier than that one? It's all about mindset, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. When I first got into real estate, um, I hired a coach for real estate, and he said, make a vision board <coughs> and put mm-hmm. all the things you want on it. So I put in, you know, I put in a nice car. I put in some, I put in a house. Uh, I put in, you know, money. I put in, a, you know, a baby bottle. I put in my, my wife's in my picture. Well, at the time, she was my fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made the vision board. Uh, the house that I put on there was this uh, house I randomly got from the MLS um, in Glendale. I made the vision board. I started working, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I, eventually, I put the vision board away. Um, a couple of years later, uh, I was cleaning out the attic, and I brought the vision board down and I looked at it and the house that I had put on there from the MLS mm-hmm. was a house that I had sold a year
4: mm.
0: uh two years after that, but at the time, it was just some random house I just cut right. out, stuck it on there, and it was like, holy crap, I'm like this thing was in front of my face for years, and then eventually, when I put it away, I forgot about it i didn't I didn't realize oh it's do me I you know I actually <laughs> came back and I sold that property. Yeah. Which was it was a trip to me.
1: Well, that's what manifestation is, right? Yeah. Isn't that what the well, u- term they use or
0: I, Well,
2: I mean, you essentially you do manifest whatever it is that you want or you don't want. It depends on how much emphasis you put on it. Look, people I know use vision boards and they whenever they use it, it doesn't work for them. And the reason why it doesn't work for them is that it's one thing to want something but it's another to believe that you can't get it, right? Remember I just said yeah. that. So, uh what I always tell people I'm like make a pro and con list about yourself I'm like and then whenever you're done with that I always tell them like, make an, who do you want to be ideally because their cons always mirror the ideal person and they always have many many reasons as to why they won't be able to become successful and they get surprised that they're not and they always have these reasons and my entire goal is to help them switch those reasons out understand where they come from because a lot of people they feel like they're at the at the mercy of their mind they're like, I feel like I'm trapped in my thoughts. I can't, I have so much inner conflict. They argue within themselves a lot. They, they feel like they're just, their lives are not yeah. good. They're not where they want to be. I help them understand why they feel that way. Because being the master of your own mind is, is what everyone needs to have. Because master your own mind, you can create anything and you can achieve whatever it is you want. And you set your mind to because there's no limitations at that point. There's nothing blocking it.
1: But why is it that when you write the pros and cons, it's the cons that emulate the one person you look up to? I would think it's the other way around.
2: So the, what ends up happening is that the cons, right? Mm-hmm. Cons mirror your ideal person. When I say ideal person, it's like, who do you want to be? Right. So the reason why the cons weigh so heavily is because a lot of times people, they think negatively. Most of, most of the people I know, they think negatively. Whenever they come in they have issues that they're... That's the reason why they're here, right? Mm-hmm. Is because the cons are the ones who are dictating their lives. So that's what, the way you help them. Because a lot of the people who are successful and they're happy, right, is because they have emphasis on their pros. And obviously, those aren't the people who are looking for help because they're at where they want to be mm-hmm. and they're actually happy to be there. My goal is to help the people who are
0: not happy about where they're at. So, I mean, when the, a person comes in and says, for example, I want to be as successful as I don't know Mark Cuban okay I want to be an entrepreneur like Mark Cuban oh but when they write down their cons like oh Mark Cuban has the money Mark Cuban has the cars Mark Cuban has uh, the basketball team he has this he has that is that what it is that you're talking about as far as the cons
2: well I mean the cons is more like about why they can't attract it like so like okay there's something wrong with me I won't try hard enough I'll fail Uh, a part of me I'm not capable yeah exactly I'm not capable of getting that and Obviously, the other reasons add up, but they don't really necessarily. They don't always look at a specific person. They just want to be at a place where they're happy in their life, and they always give reasons as to why they can't obtain it, like financial. Right, I'm not capable. I'm not smart enough. The common ones. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna put in all my effort because I, I get lazy and whatever. So they're already sabotaging themselves. They're giving themselves reasons why they can't do it.
0: So right away, they're attracting the bad energy. Hundred percent.
2: They're the creators of their own d- like problems, right mm.
1: there. Destiny, The so, yeah. mice.
2: yeah, demise, and yeah.
1: So, exactly. would you say like like the Mark Cubans or the Jeff Bezos and the Bill Gates of the world? Do you think they've mastered their own um, uh, energy, and are they able to constantly think positively? Or because some of the some of the comments we're getting here is that well, there is no such thing as laws of attraction; it's mm-hmm. luck, or Uh, A lot of people do believe in it, but there's some of them making comments about how they don't believe in it. So Mm -hmm. in terms of or an example uh, that Nautic brings up is, um, let's say, even if you think of a RAV4, a very simple car, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you start noticing it, which I agree with. Anytime I've gotten a car, I think, well, I'm going to get this car because there's not many of them out there. And then the moment I get it, I start noticing them. But I think that's more like selective vision more than... Uh, laws of attraction, because it's not like all of a sudden I'm attracting graph 4s all around me, it's that I'm just noticing it more. Well, so uh, what do you think the difference, I mean, is that, is what he's saying Oh, well, I mean,
2: there's de- <coughs> definitely whenever you get something right it becomes a part of you, you're always seeing it, you have, you have visual stimulation all the time, right? You're going to notice it more often. So I, the thing is, is that there are instances where you will be able to attract different things, but just because you have it, doesn't mean that for example, you're not going to notice seeing A, B, C, and D just because you already, uh, it's it's already in your life, right? So, I think in a sense, you do notice things that you have. Everyone does. People envy p- people uh, who have certain qualities that they wish that they had. So it's just a matter of knowing what it is that you have and seeing it in other people and liking it and like, it, it, there is definitely some mind. Uh,
3: I don't think even those people like you know. Jeff Bezos and even those successful. I don't think any one human is ever completely happy yeah it doesn't exist I don't think
1: it does happiness is a different thing yeah it's, it has nothing to do because with because you
3: can be happy as far as those people being rich mm-hmm. and you can look at it financially they could be rich mm-hmm. but you don't know what's really going on in their four walls their four walls are bigger than yours but that right. means bigger problems than yours
1: well yeah they have a billion problems we have let's say thousand or a hundred thousand a million whatever it happens yeah. to be but happiness is a com- if you ask me happiness is something completely different we owe it What's to society happiness? to be happy because what if, is you're, if you're gonna get out in public you have to be happy it's like wearing cologne or deodorant or looking decent that's how important being happy is being content are two different things those are two different stuff yeah things, are, is Jeff Bezos content no he wants so. to be, be worth half a trillion yeah. and a trillion dollars uh-huh. Uh, am I content? I'm never content, uh, and I'm nowhere near where those guys are. That's so completely. That's content I'm, as far but I'm as happy, financially. But I'm happy. But I'm happy hundred percent of the time because I owe it to my family. I owe it to the people around me, to my friends, to you guys, to everybody, to my employees, everybody. I have to be happy, whether I'm feeling good about myself or not. I have to. That's how I look at it. So there are two different things.
3: Yeah, definitely two different <coughs> things. But what's happiness? <laughs> what is it? It's the hardest question to answer, isn't it? What's well,
0: everybody's happiness is different, man. Your, you. your That's ha- what I look at. It, <laughs> your happiness might different. be different as mine. Exactly. You could be happy, for example. Uh, you can be happy with, you know, living a life of, you know, being s- simple, like you said, like yeah. you would always say. I want a simple life. I don't want this extravagant uh, lifestyle. Uh, I'm okay with like a, you know, a mediocre car, whatever it is. And then there's people, for example, who strive, and you know what? They're not happy until they're number one.
1: But see, that now you're talking about who being content. Who's number one? Huh? Content. Now you're talking about being content. It's two though. different things. But, but I think In we're getting I, off topic now. But I mean, are <laughs> we are. We are. We're, going, we're getting I confused. getting is that two different things. When we have Tony Robbins on, maybe we can... <laughs> <Tony>? <laughs> not that... He can't talk about I think happiness. William will do better. Well, let, maybe he you wants think? to add something. Let's what do you not think? Happiness. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah. Let's do this. two different things. Well, listen
0: to this. Happiness obviously is it depends on the energy around you. It depends on the people around you. It also depends on, um, you know, how certain things are set up in your house, in your office, which is the feng shui stuff that you yeah. you also yeah. work on. Uh, there's yeah. talk about that feng shui stuff because there's obviously. In every culture, there's a different type of feng shui, yeah. and I know a lot of the uh, Asian culture has a lot of that feng shui. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, for sure. So and,
1: and Joe <coughs> had a question about feng shui. He wanted to know yeah. if is feng shui the same or similar to bioenergy or like? Well,
2: wh- yeah. let me just uh talk about the last topic just sure. really quick. Some <laughs> people find <laughs> some people do find happiness and contentment in the same exact category, and the only reason why is because they feel like. In order for them to be happy, they have to accomplish, and once they do accomplish, they feel content, and they, then they allow themselves to be happy. Or like, the opposite,
3: yeah, if exactly. If they feel content, yeah. they feel happiness and the contentment yeah. they have. But
0: see, that's how I think I am because it's yeah. like for me, it's like my like I like I said when, when Jerry was here, my competition is me yesterday, right. me the month before, me last year. So, so, so
1: then you'll never be happy if you no. I connect see, that you know, no. Here's happiness. the
0: thing: I do get happy. I get happy when I beat myself. Not physically. You set yourself what, up and yeah. you <laughs> knock so your ass down. Literally. I did it before you guys did it. He so loves to walk into these. <laughs> so basically, is, is to basically overachieve what I did the year prior to that or the month prior right. to that. So it's like if I have a good year, next year it has to be even better. <clears throat> and the year after that has to be better. So yeah. when I achieve... But you don't have a... like. There's not going to be a number where uh,
3: Arno at this number at end of this year, Arno will be happy.
0: At a certain age in my life, I promised myself I'll stop because I need to kind of take it easy at that certain age. But for right now, until I reach that certain age, it's like laser focus, tunnel vision, get to your goals, do what you got to do to basically be a better person than you were yesterday, the week before. The month before, the year before, until you hit that certain age. Then it's like, you know what? It's time to relax. Let the pedal go. Take uh, your foot off the gas.
2: What do you uh, consider to be better, though?
0: Better than... Basically, let's look at it this way. I I do real estate for a living. So, for example, if I did... Call it 13 transactions. Mm -hmm. The next year, I set a goal. I say, okay, you know what? I got to double that. And then the next year, I got to double whatever I did. Because if you... yeah. Yeah,
1: but you don't. You think sometimes shoot you for sh- the
0: stars if you hit the moon. You're
1: talking about in five years, basically, you, you should be selling five homes a month.
0: It's possible. <laughs> I've I've met people and I've gone to seminars where they do anywhere from two to three hundred transactions a year.
1: By themselves.
0: Uh, with a team, basically, they are the agent mm-hmm. and they have a group working with them, mm. but they are the main face of yeah. the of the team of the team. It's possible. And when you see it, and that they did it, then you can do it, because it's possible. So what I look at is, okay, if he did 300 transactions, she did 400 transactions, he did 500 transactions, it's possible. It's just about basically being able to continue doing what you're doing and basically don't backpedal at all. That's how I look at it. Eventually, they'll get to an age where I say, stop, and kind of take your foot off the gas, and let it just basically roll in neutral. Let me
3: tell you, when you get to that age you're talking about and you're telling yourself it's stop, you've already become addicted to that. It Hope. takes over your life. I was going like, to ask you that.
0: Workaholic. We, we Do you think you'll be able to <laughs> stop? I think I, say I can. I gotta, I, you have to because then, then you'll basically be working yourself to death.
1: We have a lot of interesting comments and mm. questions. You're very <laughs> yeah, popular, you. by the way. Oh, well, a uh, couple of things that a lot of people want to know, are we going to talk about ghosts? Yes, we oh, are yeah. going to talk about ghosts. So you have to tune in. I'm not tuning. You have to stay with us, too. We're going to get to some of the juicy (laughs) and freaky ghost stories. (laughs) 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 You're going to want to get comfortable. Just turn the lights on. Folks, get that popcorn ready. (laughs) (laughs) Turn the lights off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have a couple of questions. Um, Arno asks, um, do you believe if a woman identifies as a man, she'll manifest into a man? No. Why or why not? He because he knows it reality. Because <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's a biological fact. Yeah. You're not going to just randomly change your chromosomes to be structured as like a man or a woman. Good answer.
1: So very yeah. simple answer. Yeah. yeah. Great question. I thanks. had to ask. <laughs> um, Armin asked, uh, can you communicate to the dead people?
2: Well, I can, and on, on certain instances, I do,
1: yeah. yeah. So we're going to get into that, Armin. We're going to talk to ghosts. We're going to share some <laughs> stories with all of you. We're going to light a <laughs> campfire <laughs> with, our, with our board here. <laughs> um, uh, Some good comments that we have is... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nautic says, happiness shouldn't be a goal. Um, JJ says, remember that your thoughts are the primary cause of everything. Which are it's all true. true, true. yeah. Um, Argo says he remembers when he had four tickets in a matter of two months mm-hmm. because that's just oh yeah, the cycle he happen, was going though. through. It happens. Um, And Claudia has a question about what are your thoughts about home cleansing and what are your techniques? She says she contacted a person that is similar to what you do and he recommended sage, uh, a prayer and consistency. And she has noticed a difference.
2: In my opinion, whenever you do home cleansing or there's something wrong with the house, in certain instances, different ways work, different techniques. You just have to be able to gauge it once you get there. And some people, like, they do sage, they do frankincense. That tends to do the trick. But let's say if there's something that's just like a very heavy negative energy there, you have to personally remove that energy and change the energetic composition of the home to better support the person who's living there. Because there are instances where I went to people's home, and the energy there was very heavy. And they're like, whatever I'm trying to do doesn't no work in this house. This, I, I'm sure you guys have met people. who are like, this mm-hmm. house has been nothing but
3: bad luck for me.
2: Yeah.
1: I've had people, I've known people who yeah. moved because of it. Yeah. yeah, because the
2: house is not supporting yeah.
3: them. I've noticed like a specific, there was that one place on Glen Oaks. Mm-hmm. That used to be. Uh,
2: oh, oh, the Highland na- one?
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. On Glen Oaks by the DMV. That place was, uh, what was it? Breakfast place. Big boys. Big boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, man. Nothing, nothing worked, worked there. worked there. And I felt like nothing is going to work there. Well, yeah. now so they're they building a, giant a
0: residential. Think I think, condominium right? complex. It's a condo
1: or a senior center?
0: Oh, I'm right? sorry. It's a senior center yeah. now. Yeah. That's going to work. <laughs> <That's>, everybody gets <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Everybody's gets.
1: getting old whether yeah. they like it or not. So I think senior centers and cemeteries <laughs> are one of the best <laughs> businesses That, that works.
3: <laughs> that, that area thing. I mean, specific location, no matter what you put there, yeah. it's just not going to work
0: out. But see, we were talking about feng shui. Let's go mm-hmm. back to feng, yes. feng shui yes. before we get into yeah, the whole median it, yeah. stuff and the whole ghost stuff. Um, <clears throat> A lot of times, people set up their homes a certain way yeah. where it's, like, basically, it feels positive. It's a feng shui. Yeah. Like, I, I know the Asian cultures, um they don't like certain styles as far as for a house. When they say, you open the front door, you're not supposed to see the back door. Yeah. They say, luck in, luck out. Yeah, because, yeah. And then they say, the stove is never supposed to face the oven. I'm sorry, the stove is never supposed to face the, the sink mm-hmm. because fire and water don't mix. Mm-hmm. So, I mean,
1: it's... And even their the numbers they buy, like the, uh, the house numbers. Eights they love, right? Yeah, yeah. eights, nines, and
0: tens. Eights, uh, yeah, nines, tens. They hate, they don't they f- they shy away from the sixes, sevens they love as well. Yeah. And then uh, another thing I noticed, they'll never live on a T street. So yeah. basically, if they don't s- like to be on the corner, yeah, or a corner lot, they don't uh, like
1: those. Like yeah. your luck ends, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Is
0: basically. That, what else was there? There was another specific. one. Oh, because even That's do you
1: guys stupid. remember years ago the MGM? Entrance MGM and casino was a lion with the mouth open. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is officially true or not, but the stories I've heard is the reason why they renovated that is because the Asians wouldn't walk into it because to them it's bad energy to walk into a lion's mouth or an Mm -hmm. animal's mouth, whatever it happens to be. And so they changed it where now it's just two lions sitting on side by side have you guys heard of that no i heard it yeah yeah
2: and the reason why they say that too from what i've heard is that they said that people whenever they're going there they felt like they were unwelcome because it's like the lions telling them to go away so that's why they would get scared and they're pretty much feeling they shouldn't be entering in this establishment right
0: so give me your money yeah (laughs) literally and then what else was that as far as bedrooms, I've heard, let me t- ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is it true that they say when you wake up, you're never supposed to face a mirror?
2: Well, yeah. Well, one of the things is that, for me, that's probably one of the least important ones because there's some people who believe, that, well, the, the the big reason why is that they feel like the mirror enters into some kind of a, a dimension and they feel like whenever they kind of uh, are looking into the mirror, they're pretty much like giving away like some part of their energy into it. So, they feel like whenever people wake up in the morning, uh, for me, whenever people do vision boards, right? It's mm-hmm. so the first thing you have to think about, for example, what is that you want? Because a very important part of your day, what dictates how your day goes. So, if they think that they wake up and they're already giving away their energy, the next part of the day is going to go bad. It's wow. going to get bad and gets to get bad.
3: I think people think too much. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you woke up, you won half you the battle. Yeah. Shut up and <laughs> get on.
1: Yeah, but you, you don't have you control over your thought process yeah. as much as you would well, yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, how about the whole north, south, east, west where your head's facing, yeah. right? Well, I mean, when, it's when more you're it's, sleeping.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's more about where you're. Some people care about, like, okay, my, I want to do all my finances in one specific part of the house. They're like, okay, I want to do, like, a top left because that's where I heard a lot of the energy goes to, like, the left part of your house. And there's some people who say that. It, there's a lot of different conflicting beliefs when it comes to feng shui. There's some things people can't agree upon. For me, the primary thing is what direction your house is facing. A lot of people mm-hmm. wanted to be facing east, right? There's some people who wanted to face different directions.
1: So when you say face east, meaning when you walk out of the house, you're looking east.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. You want to be facing it. Yeah. And That's going to be a challenge. Well, e- e- I'm different.
1: facing east, actually, where I live now. Well, there's some people whenever, I'm not, like, I'm not facing whenever
2: I used <laughs> to uh, work with Keller Williams, right? There's people who came with uh, compasses. To check it out, yeah.
0: Really?
3: Yeah,
2: they wanted to make sure that they're getting... I'm going to go do
3: that when I get home. (laughs) (laughs) What did Taylor Williams do?
2: They
0: came with compasses when they they were to check out homes. Really?
1: They wanted
2: to make sure that their house is facing the right direction. And if it wasn't, they just automatically
0: leave.
1: So even from... uh, Would realtors, like brokers hire you, real estate brokers, for you to um, remove the negative energy of a home that was having difficulty selling? Or what was
2: so uh, in the topic that we wanted to get into let's say someone passed away there Uh let's say that person had the let's say i'm not not like a great person right some people whenever they walk (laughs) in naturally everyone walks into a house they either like it or they don't some people i'm all of you guys have walked into a house you just felt uncomfortable and right Mm -hmm. yeah definitely people feel that way whenever let's say something has happened in the house or it's just not vibing with them so they walk out what i do is i make a house feel compatible with people and let us let support them in a sense
1: but how can you make it compatible to do so many random people
2: well the way you do it for me is I make the energy attractive and helpful because everyone wants to get into a house that's going to support them right mm-hmm. so I make it a very it's a very generic thing where you comfort. Make it yeah comfort and mm-hmm. a helpful home whenever someone walks in it's going to support them it's very simple you make it so that whenever person because there's some people walking into a house like I lost all my luck in this house because what ends up happening is that that incompatibility is going to make you, in a sense, fight with your house energetically because yeah. you're giving your energy away. So whenever you want to attract something, you're losing. You don't have much to attract with, in a yeah. sense.
0: I tell a lot of my clients, I say, Look, listen, it sounds cliche, but when you walk into your house, you're going to know it's yours. You're going to feel something there. Yeah. And a lot of times when they <clears throat> when we purchase something, they'll turn around and say, you know what, you were right there were so many houses we walked into you're like eh, you know what I like it but it's it's just not for me there's something here that's bugging me yeah. and then there's a lot of them where they go you know what no this is it
1: I wonder if Forest Lawn reps rep sell it with that same <laughs> ideology
0: this land is yours once we
1: take you walking on the field you're going to feel exactly Buddy, where you are is want. on a guarantee service. <laughs> <You> <laughs> guaranteed service you sleep forever like a baby <laughs> don't worry about north south east west <laughs> The will get you rest. no matter what <laughs> Now, how is, because uh, uh, Nautic is also asking about the 13th floor, the number 13. How is superstition in any way connected to whether it's bioenergy or feng shui or any of these types of uh, so, energies?
2: So the way it works, that I, I've i heard about the 13th floor as well. Yeah, so there's people. All
1: the hotels.
3: Yeah. They don't use
2: 13th
4: floor. So what
2: they end up doing is that a lot of people, if let's say there's nothing energetic about it, right? Mm-hmm if they start believing it, and especially in a group, you're going to create something and you're expecting it to be negative, right? Like, oh, 13th floor, you're going to stay away from it. You're going to create that negative energy to the point that you're actually going to feel it. And you're going to feel it, you're going to naturally want to get away from it. So th- there are things where it's, th- it could just be made up. Yeah. It just, like, could be a mass belief and people just feeding all this energy directed towards one thing. Because, like, in my experience, I, don't, I haven't ever, like, really noticed any big substantial difference from a 13th floor, or 12th, it's just the amount of people just believing it and they're feeding into
0: it. I think you would know this. Is it true hospitals don't have a 13th floor?
1: Well, hospitals aren't usually that high. high, buddy.
0: (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, a room 13.
3: They have room 13 I've never paid attention. But don't forget, hospitals, they have the system where it's the building number and the floor number and then the unit number. Yeah,
0: as in like the 13s. I've heard that the hospitals don't use 13. I don't know. I mean, I'm not... I don't go to hospitals <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you one thing you would thing. probably know well, that's <laughs> why I let, asked, let me so tell okay. you one thing
3: majority of hospitals <laughs> have fifth floor as their heart floor heart mm-hmm. heart monitor floors why majority of I won't say anything why not but why I not? just it's weird to me why all the hospitals have fifth floor as the but do you know why majority of people die on the fifth floor I mean it's just as simple as that really, really? I, won't I won't say much Jesus more Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ I didn't know that <laughs>
2: Personally, I haven't really went to too many hospitals, to so check that out for myself. Yeah, That's yeah awesome. crazy, I, I
0: wouldn't know. I yeah, wouldn't know. Is crazy. Uh crazy. You want to go to a couple of questions before we go to the next topic? Um, I know there's, You, you there's... caught me off guard. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to just jump in I was watching it? a video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were watching The Watchers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You have
3: nothing to do with this. This is a, a weekly thing between these two guys. They have an inside Three. joke. I have nothing to do with the two weeks in a row. <laughs> on an island. <laughs> this Edgar basically
0: wore wa- Edgar's like basically the You know when they murdered Julius Caesar, there's that one guy who <laughs> yeah. just like washed my hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, Edgar's that one guy who washed his he hands. He was over
1: there playing <laughs> with the stick on. Th- there's so dirt.
3: much in my life where I'm trying to stay away from it. everything now. I don't got But the more you to try do. to
1: stay away, <laughs> the, the more you going to attract. attract <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a, yeah, <laughs> just don't think about it. I don't think about it. I mean uh, hey i am who i am you don't like it it's okay don't no yeah. worry we'll
0: get we'll get to the questions i guess but let's talk about um do you want to do the median stuff the ghost stuff or
1: do you want to jump into uh voodoo Ghost. well well they're are they, they're kind of connected no yeah. you want to
2: talk about how i got to introduce all this
1: go yeah on. Yeah. yeah that's the Just best question come a little, come a little closer, closer. yeah there you go. yeah so you sound sexy like me you got to okay. speak closer to the yeah. well. mic. Yeah.
4: We'll so, change your voice
2: right now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's a set. When I was a kid, uh-huh. it was about a couple of days before my grandpa passed, and uh, I had a dream about him. And in my dream, I saw the way he passes away, the exact circumstances, what was happening A through Z. The next day, he passes away. Wow. The next day, he passes away exactly how I saw it. So as soon as he passes away, that's kind of like my first. Like now, looking back, right, that's when you realize that there's a reason why i kind of saw that or how did i do that right so that fast forwards into me moving into a different home and whenever we move into this different home this is where we're gonna go into the ghost stuff guys <laughs> and strap yourselves in whenever <laughs> we move into this home everyone walks and they said there's something wrong with this house and everyone was right because like at one point whenever we just get the house you hear knocking on the on the windows you hear People running through the hallways. I mean, this is a house, by the way. It's not like an apartment. You're like, in the yeah? Neighbor? My
1: cousin lived next door to you, but I I've never heard of that. No. So yeah. Hmm. So
2: what ends up happening is that you hear A through Z. Things are falling in the house. Lights turning on. Not find themselves. Lights flickering. By the way, really? Yeah. And the crazy part, <laughs> is, we actually recorded it. <coughs> You, oh, shit. You, so, you have this stuff on film? Yeah, no, I have it on my uh, voice uh, recorder. audio. Oh, wow. oh. We had like this very sensitive voice recorder. Okay. And when we were asking questions, right? We were asking questions because, like, what the hell is this in this house? We were trying to get like some more information. Like, what do you want from us? And you know what? You know what I responded with? Help me in a very, very deep, gurgly, like a uh, low voice. Help me. It, yeah, it's like that. And whenever you'd ask it, what does it want?
1: So it would respond. To yeah, you respond.
2: but it would only say two things. It always say "help me," and it always say "secret." Whenever you're asking why it's your secret, 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 in the, the same voice, it would only respond with that. And we would leave the entire place by itself. Doors locked, windows closed. You know, like so there's no like sound contamination. So whenever we would do that, again, voices in the house. You hear like you hear like sometimes people laughing, and you wanna know what we. Uh, evidence that we got to make sure that like that made us like oh maybe this is where it's coming from was me and my dad one day we're putting sprinkler system in the backyard so we were digging to put in the pipes you know like the plastic tubes and all that so we're digging through the backyard and uh we had a lemon tree you found the secret amigo oh we i mean you can say that in a sense because as soon as we started digging underneath our lemon tree we found a gun a gun buried underneath our lemon tree it was in a box, and it was one of those old, older-style guns that I, I don't remember. Revolver. Like a revolver. Yeah. It, it was, like, a very old-school-looking gun, and it was kind of, like, already, uh, it was all also, like, broken up a bit. And so, like, there was, like, no, like, serial number or anything on it, you know? So back then, things were getting bad in that house. So my grandpa's, like, put it, in the, put it back in the ground. Don't disturb it. So we're like, okay, whatever. We'll put it back because you know what will start to happen. Your like,
1: dead grandpa? No, 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 no. no, no. I have the my other. other grandpa. Oh, the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I figured <laughs> that out. You yeah, to no, be no I was curious. Sorry, my, I bad. Yeah, my <laughs>
2: bad. So my grandpa that has who, who's alive right now. So uh-huh. uh, he's like put it back because don't like disturb it. don't disturb it. It's like if it's bad right now, it's like it'll get worse if you're gonna like maybe mess around with it or like uncovering something. Because at that point, what was starting to happen in that house is that every night, like 3 a.m., we put night vision camera around our house, too. Because we're like, our neighbors messing with us. We put like night vision cameras, like strapped to the, the roof of the house, like all corners. And you just see the the window just shake with nothing there. The window just shaking. You see it pounding. You see the window moving. Like what Is, is going it on? from the inside out? It's from outside in.
1: Outside in. So yeah. you never saw any ghosts. It was just movements. And- well,
2: we did see something. We, well, we did see something. And this one is a very, this is actually a very hard to believe story. Because everyone I tell this to, they don't, they're like, how is that possible? My dad is in Colorado at this time. My dad's in Colorado at this time. And it's me and my sisters are home alone. And it's like 9.30 a.m. You know what we hear? We hear my dad talking from the master bedroom. What? The? My dad's in Colorado. And we hear my dad talking from the master bedroom and we walk in and you see him laying down. You see him laying down. You we see your dad laying down? We see him laying down.
3: You're we not st- the only one that saw this? All of
2: us saw it. What? Yeah. So we 100 percent So like we whenever we laid whenever we see him laying down, he's not moving like like all oh, his dad just sleeping, right? Like mom, when did you, we called my mom like from the, the driveway we're, like where's dad's car? My like, mom, why is dad home? I thought he was in Colorado. She's like, she's not home. She's like, it's like he, like I just got off the phone with him. So we go back to the master bedroom. Bed's completely made. No sign of him.
1: The bed was even open.
2: Yeah, it was open. Wow. Can you imagine? <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> in, wow. And in, in that house is like, even my friends who were. Uh, I got, we got that house when we were, we were a bit young too. My friends would come to the house. No one would want to stay. Everyone felt uncomfortable because there was like this, because there's a strong sensation that you're being watched all the time and everyone was feeling it. And the lights were turning on and off. And I remember it's a really funny story. <laughs> I just got in my car. I was like 17. And like I'm I'm sitting uh in the living room. I'm watching TV. I'm watching TV and, uh, in the corner of my, like, in the corner of your eye, you see, I'm starting to notice that there's, like, a really weird sensation that you're being watched in the hallway. So, I'm looking into the hallway. The lights are on, okay? I'm like, okay, whatever. The lights are on. We're good. <laughs> We're safe. The lights are on. So, <laughs> it's not the case. So, what ends up happening is that I get up to go to the bathroom. As I'm turning into the hallway, the lights are off. I was like... I'm like I'm like I, I'm like maybe I'll just imagine that the lights are on or whatever. I turn the light back on and go into the bathroom. I come out, the lights are off. I'm like I quickly grab my car keys and I bolt out of there.
3: Oh man! Yeah, maybe was, someone's trying to save energy in the house. <laughs> they, man,
4: maybe. Yeah. Trying to
3: consume electricity. Imagine Grandpa's walking around? <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that why your dad was always outside at two a.m. watering the front lawn? Oh my <laughs> I mean my was <laughs> <the> he <laughs> the that he just <laughs> had a weird <laughs> his habit. daddy was in Colorado. I don't know who that was. <laughs> was that your daddy No, my,
2: my dad would do that because he would also know that he wanted to see if our neighbor was doing anything. Mm. So in order to kind of like have like some they kind had of a, a suspicion, bro. Yeah.
3: Cause the I like that's why I asked him. He's saying that the knocking was from outside yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. On film, they yeah. have the because if if a window is moving
1: outwards, you can see it.
3: Yeah. And if it's moving inwards, right. it's yeah. Obvious.
2: We had a very good camera out there. So
1: but when it. you say your sisters also saw your dad laying in bed, yeah. Do they have your similar abilities or?
2: Uh, they have it, but like to a much lesser extent. Because mm. like for me, I was always the one who kind of uh, noticed these, these things a lot more too. Because like whenever my grandpa passed away, one of my first experiences with a ghost was like, you know how like in our tradition, we have like 40 days mm-hmm. for the Passover right. and all that, right? <clears throat> so on the 40th day, we were like uh, gathered up at my grandma's house. You know, like everyone's like uh, doing like that, the eating and all that stuff. And I was a kid. Like, I saw him in the hallway. I saw him in the hallway and like, he was just smiling at me. Obviously, he was a kid. I was like, like, that's scary. You know, I'm like, I love you, grandpa, but you're scary, me.
1: No way. You're scary, right? <laughs> Shit, what are so, you doing here? <laughs> uh, how, how did you... When did you actually develop into, or how did you develop into where you were able to identify these things and be able to kind of speak to the spirits or be able to communicate on an as-needed basis? Because uh, it's one thing to see and then mm-hmm. another thing to be able to actually utilize it.
2: So one of my first experiences was that when I was a kid, I would uh, whenever I would notice these things, I would be very afraid of them, right? So you're naturally trying to close yourself off to all this.
3: Is capable. yeah you can, you're capable of closing it off yeah. if you want to
2: yeah, and the thing is, you're living in fear of these kind of energies, so you're not you're not looking to advance yourself into this field, right because mm-hmm. you're like I don't want this this thing's creeping me out I don't want to be in here, you know yeah so as I got older, it's like I'm like, let me see what this is, so I got older and i, I, I when I wasn't afraid anymore like I, I started to delve deep into it as to how energy would work, <laughs> what these where they're coming from, what how to get rid of them. Because uh, one of the things that, one of the ways I started to learn how to get rid of them is that I'm like, okay, well, this energy is coming from somewhere. Let's see what the source is. And at at a young age, I would try to like help my mom. You know, like subconsciously, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I'd always try to like put my arm over my mom, like put my hand out. She's not feeling good because my mom had a a point in her life. I I don't know if you uh, remember where she would like, uh, she'd have like love lung issues, right? So I I I I was like trying to heal her. Like, without even any idea of what I was doing, right? I was trying to help her if, any way I could. So like, I, I had like an inkling that I might have to be able to do something. So as I got older, I, I was very sensitive to energy. And uh, you know pranic healing, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever we got to pranic healing, uh, it, it's like this modality of healing. Like Some people do Reiki, some people do like different techniques, but pranic healing is one of them. And in pranic healing, you, whenever you identify energy that you learn where it comes from, what kind of energy it is, and how to get rid of, it and how to clear out, clear it out.
1: It's the chakras we were talking yeah. about. I forget which guest we had on where we were discussing. Oh, I think Doctor Mutafian. We were discussing chakras. That's what basically pranic healing. Yeah,
2: and 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 in a deeper aspect <laughs> of it, you there's different compositions of energy, and different energies dictate different parts of like life and the energetic plane in the in a sense. Because like uh, whenever like there's like something in the home, right. I learned how to get rid of it just by understanding what kind of energy it was to begin with. So whenever people call me over, they're like, okay, there's something wrong in my house, can you please help me out? I just go there and I would. In everything, uh, you know how they say that everything has its counterpart? Mm-hmm. You just give the counterpart of that energy to whatever it is that's in that house. and In a sense, it neutralizes it. And once you neutralize the energy, that energy is gone and the home is clear.
1: Have so you ever not been able to clear a home of negative energy?
2: Only a couple of times, and those couple of times were very different cases, because I've had some very difficult cases where one of those energies was heavily affecting a person, and in a sense, they were uh, trying to uh, attract that energy. They were like, some people were doing like seances, or like, I want to make contact with A, B, C, and D, and they don't know what they're doing, right? Because like, in my experience i'm like i I tell people and i'm like don't mess around with ouija boards you're opening yourself up to something you don't understand so this person was going on on a much deeper level where they're trying to contact something and they have like some kind of like a delusion that they were some kind of a, (laughs) a high priestess or whatever in like some part of their life okay so they attract something and like we had a picture of it too you see like this this weird-looking figure on it because, like, when I went there, I wasn't alone. So whenever, like, uh, this figure starts to, like, show itself, like, this woman starts to change, her demeanor becomes different, and, like, she starts speaking a different way, her tone changes. This is a human we're talking human, about. Human, yeah. And it was, it's like... just acting. And the thing is, the reason why we knew she wasn't acting because whenever she get into the state, she would start to do different things, like, different things that people wouldn't be able to do. You know what I mean? It's like she started to move in different ways. Like she would be uh
0: Maneuver
2: wise? Yeah. She Like basically
0: like the ring status stuff.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, but like I've only seen that once. And I've only seen that once and I wasn't like ready for it because so, I didn't think that kind of stuff So existed. demonic. Yeah. Mm. And whenever like it has that much control over a person and uh and that person thinks that it's helping them, they don't want to let go of it. So she was really too far gone and I told her, I'm like I told her mom, I'm like, I don't know what I can do. She has to want to have help because she thinks this thing is helping her. Mm-hmm. So I can't. So if go- they don't want to
1: let go, you can't forcefully yeah, remove it's it. It's not right. I see.
2: Because at that point, I'm like, I want to, I want to remove this, but at the same time, she's inviting it in.
0: This is off of a Ouija board. No, so it
2: wasn't from a Ouija board. I'm just saying, like Ouija boards in general, like, uh, are not good for people if you don't understand what you're doing. So but this is her trying to. Uh, Contact Dude, something. Yeah. So she basically
0: seance. lit a bunch of candles around the house and did some whatever. Yeah, was.
2: some different kind of uh, seance, as you can say.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's insane shit. Yeah. I think more people need to get a second job. <laughs> yeah.
3: If you have so much time on your hands, you will start getting... It it's she's like, like, like 17, 18. It's the
0: internet, man. These kids see stupid shit, and they just basically go on the internet and say, you know what? I'm going to go try to contact yeah. Marilyn Monroe.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I mean... <laughs>
0: and Kill then him, yeah. and we then Marilyn Monroe and then Marilyn Monroe's <laughs> demonic soul comes in and sucks you up. I do you know Marilyn Monroe's I'm just
3: saying, bro. Jesus, she's Jesus. not a demon. She's she's actually very whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ed, ed- <laughs> her.
0: I told I told the guys this, I was mentioning a story about my client where we sold him a property in Burbank and I mean, when my clients told me at the time, I thought they were basically I, I mean, I was like there's no way this is possible they moved in they heard yelling they heard screaming they heard fighting all near a stairwell at their house and they called me they said listen did somebody die on the property i said from what i understand as far as in the state of california if it's uh in the three-year period you know you don't have to disclose it but he's like please contact the seller and find out if anybody died before you know prior to that so i called the seller i said listen I know we, you know we sold the property a couple years ago, but uh, a couple months ago. But did somebody die on the property? He said, "Well, you told me three years." I said, "Okay, before that, did somebody die?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Who was it?" He goes, "Well, my grandpa died, and then my dad died." I said, "Okay." Um, what type of people were they? He goes, "Well, they didn't really like each other. They fought all the time." I go, "Listen, um, come talk here, to them." Here, here's what's going on, man. <laughs> They're hearing like yelling and screaming and all this stuff fighting at the house. He goes, well, we didn't have it when I was there. I mean, they brought in a priest. They brought in um, a high priest as well, Varchapet. They blessed the house. They lit... uh, Varchapet?
3: I don't think so. You said Varchapet. Yeah,
0: whatever that is. Vartapet I'm not, you know? Vartapet. Vartapet. sorry, is? Vartapet. Nicole yeah. Has yeah. Yeah. Vartapet. Oh, Vartapet. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. A Vartapet, yeah. and, he, and they did the whole thing and all that stuff. And dude, uh, the, these the yelling kept going on, kept going on. And then uh, they ended up actually finding a safe underneath the stairwell. And they asked me, they're like, listen who does the safe belong to if we found it? I said, technically, it's yours. Legally, it's yours. Yeah. So I called up the, the previous one. I said, listen, they found a safe. What's in it? Because I know your culture, you do um, sacrifices. <laughs> so um, can you tell me anything about it? He goes, I don't know what's in the safe. I go, okay, so just letting you know, full disclosure. Did he even know about the safe? He knew about the safe, but
1: he didn't know what was in it. Okay. So why wouldn't he take it?
0: Take what? If he knew about the safe, why would he leave it in the house? Again, the, I don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: he didn't know what was, what was in there.
0: Yeah. So. It's still stupid. The <laughs> The owners didn't want to open it. Uh huh. So the brother came over and took it to the backyard, cut off the hinges, opened it up, and there's cash inside. Wow. Technically belongs to the new owner now. Right. The yelling stopped.
1: So they were fighting over money. They were
0: right? fighting. Apparently they, no, they were saying no, that. They
3: were, they were that fighting that to free the money. They were probably saying
0: stuck. that there's. Money there. Uh, somebody coming. Somebody come in. take Well, there's it. an attachment to it. That's why.
3: Because when the family was living there, the, family, the money was safe. Because their family was living there. So they didn't hear it. Yeah. After their family members left, that money, if they didn't scream, nobody would have known there's a safe. Well, I country. mean, technically,
0: what I'm thinking is either the grandpa or the father put it there. For and their- the son basically owned the house and he sold it. But he didn't take the money with him because he didn't know what was in there. He basically just sold it as... As is, Mm -hmm.
1: and the yellow was it buried like behind the drywall. You know what it
0: was? There was a there was a round stairwell that went up, and then there was a little hallway off of the stairwell, and underneath. You know when you open up like a little storage, a little storage. When you go underneath the the stairwell to the basically right underneath the wraparound, there was there was a safe inside bolted to the foundation.
1: Mm. Well, Well, in in this. We have a question. What's your take on the safe? I don't know if that's what you're going to answer.
2: Well, yeah, I was going to answer that too. I was just curious though, in this situation, did they renovate the house before they, uh, when they got it? Well,
0: they renovated majority of it, but I mean, you're not going to renovate the underneath the stair- stairwell. So they kind of left whatever was there intact. And then eventually they're like, you know what, we'll get to the rest of the house later.
2: So what ends up happening in these kind of situations? let's say if there's like a very strong attachment to that house, right? To the safe... To whatever is in that home, like the people really loved it there or, or whatever. Something might have happened in that uh-huh. house. That was like a very strong emotional connection that they had with it. So whenever you start to renovate something, it can agitate different kind of spirits. Because they feel like you're ruining their home. Like they're like, oh, you're trying to, this Change. is my place. And they start reacting to it. They start to, uh, let's say they, you start to notice them. because They're trying to let you understand that there's some, you're messing with their home. Sometimes they try to scare you. I've had instances where people did renovate a house or mm-hmm. started to change something up, and what what ends up happening is like they notice that there's something screaming at them at night, or there's like different stuff starts to happen. They're like the owners like nothing happened when I was there, like why what changed the renovations? Because you're changing something
0: that they, it was theirs at some point, so that happens a lot. So I mean, what do you do in that case? Okay, so for example owner moves in somebody passed away in the house okay. and they what start you hearing stuff you call william. no he i know i problem. know but i mean who are I mean, you gonna call, you gonna <laughs> call? william <laughs> so i mean you you go in and i mean what is it that you on do you feel where the energy is or so you can feel where the energy is and you can also uh feel
2: it like on a physical level because there's certain parts of a home where you walk in for me it gives me like a different kind of reaction in my body like if i walk walk in somewhere i can feel like a part of my arm tingle like leading me to a different direction and i go and obviously like there's a source right there
3: so your body pulls you towards it in a sense
2: i, I see and i feel it too you see yeah i, I can see what kind of energy is in that area too
0: oh, what hold on now i'm confused what do you mean by seeing an energy what is it that you see i'm, I'm assuming okay. you don't see the person
2: so what you can see in different cases like energy has like different colors just like like imagine like a like a, like a painting, right? There's a bunch of different colors. Each Some of them dictate different things. But in, in this instance, if, like, there's something wrong with the home, right, you can kind of, like, see, like, a trail. In a sense, you know, like, whenever, like, imagine you're seeing, like, some kind of, like, a, a candy, like, leaning outside of this house, like, outside of this, like, door right here. And you're just following somewhere. and Then you find, like, the big stash. That's how you see energy. It's kind of like you're following a trail. You're, like, like leading to somewhere.
1: How do you know what color means what?
2: So indifferent, for me, my understanding of colors, like for me, like some people, like, okay, purple is like the strongest color. There's some people, like everyone, whenever like they do know something about energy, they're like, okay, white is peaceful color. Like it it protects them. It's very like, it makes them feel calm. It makes them feel safe. For me, like whenever I see these energies, they look like a, like a murky, gray, smoky color. So that's how I know, like whether or not something is good. You can see. What if
3: the whole house is a gray, smoky color, like my house? What the (laughs) hell are you gonna find in there? Stop smoking. No, that's the color of my house. Inside it's all gray.
0: Well, that's not what he means by paint. He's not
1: talking about your tiles and kitchen cabinets. He's referring to paint. No, 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 he's referring to the energy. How they look? i was giving you an
4: example.
3: So you, you feel like colors yes. no you see them you see, you
2: see colors yeah i was explaining like, like you the matrix see on bro the pa- you see like the matrix uh, like you see a painting right <sighs> um, that's what i'm saying you can see the colors too like what? especially if something's negative it just looks like smoking gray uh color it can be black or whatever but you can wow. that's how you can tell if like if it's negative or not what about red red people whenever they have red energy it's like a sign of prosperity some people <laughs> want a lot of red energy, and a lot of times it can have like other kind of side effects people who have red tend to be more stressed they also tend to be more successful, too.
1: What does my red hat mean? <laughs> is it stressing some people out on the <laughs> left? <laughs> Maybe. <or laughs> it's both. It people happy. What you're
3: wearing is stressing out the whole Democratic party. <laughs> <laughs> the DNC is on They're
1: on, on their it, tippy please. toes, on their, <laughs> on their <laughs> knee pads. It. <laughs> no, just,
0: I mean, you didn't get that one? I did get it. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, to me, it's just crazy, the fact that I mean, the whole energy thing the ghost thing I mean you seeing your dad while your dad is in Colorado yeah, yeah. that
1: to me is the freakiest thing Yeah, it was.
0: I, would, I would never We'll go back to that house again yeah.
2: oh, we, we left that house pretty soon how,
0: lo-
1: how long did it take you guys to just be
0: like okay you know what we're
3: not so clean. did anyone call you after you sold that house and say what the hell is going on
2: well I removed
3: it before we left so why didn't you remove it when you were living there? I didn't know how to
2: do it as a kid. Oh, afterwards, uh, yeah, you I, went back uh, and said, uh, yeah, excuse me? After and
3: You literally knocked down the door. I didn't do it <laughs> after
2: because I knew how the house looks. And if, you, if you've if you been to a place for such a long time, yeah, you, know you know what you're doing. You can just remove the energy from afar with it because you know the energy there is.
1: So that's what I did. Are the new homeowners happy? Yeah. Having issues? The same no. issues or no? Well,
2: they were at first.
1: But Until you went back. Yeah. yeah. Hmm.
2: That they were at first, like, dude, out. like, at our area, whenever we used to live there, our neighbors would have their lights on, and our neighbor told us, like, there's someone always knocking on their front door. They don't know who it is. Like, at, like at 2 a.m., and our neighbor in the front, there was a house right in front of our house, and uh, in this home, people would move in and out so fast, and me and my friend were playing uh, soccer on the sidewalk one day. And we kick the ball over the fence. And like the typical story stuff, you kick the ball over the fence and you yeah. have to go get it now. It's this abandoned house. And we, we, start, we start to go near that house and like you feel like something's watching you. like yeah. There's like this bay window near the kitchen. So we we're walking forward and, and, and my friend Patrick at the time was like, was like Will, there's something here? Like, I'm like, yeah, I know. I feel it. And then as soon as we say that we're inching closer to the gate, you see this figure, like this dark shadow peer out through the like the curtains. It's like, it's just a silhouette. like just dark silhouette and we're like, and we just bolt. And we're like, Screw the forget ball? the ball. We'll go to Big Five.
4: This was an abandoned house.
0: Yeah, because people kept leaving that house. There was a house in La Crescenta and it's, if you Google it, uh, there was a murder in it. Um, some guy went in and he basically murdered his uncle and his uncle's wife with a hammer.
4: Whoa. Oh and
0: and left them there for like a couple days, and then they, eventually they found them. And through security, the guy was caught. He's prosecuted now. No one bought the house. No one would buy the house. Everybody read the story of what happened, and they were like, when they Is would it walk still in, available. I don't know if it's still available. I gotta if look. We could buy a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we could take <laughs> Willa in there. Investing with Willa. <laughs> 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 but see, it's crazy. No one would want to buy the house because there was a, like a, a big Double time murder. murder. Like oh, someone yeah. was beaten to death. And, the, and it wasn't like it was a young guy. It was an old 70, I think it was 75 or 76 year old man was beaten to death.
1: Remember there was another home in Glendale when it, when you go up Pacific and there's another Salem. street. No, Pacific all the way up the mountain. And Magin? Magin. It was like right on the cliff and it didn't have any stairs going up to the actual front door. And I remember when I had just, gotten my driver's license we used to drive there all the time because i heard you know there's a ghost that lives there it's this f- and chevy chasing
3: sleepy hollow is
1: one of those areas <laughs> <too>. yeah but <laughs> then i remember about 10 or so years ago that property was bought and then renovated and whatever. somebody bought it mean, yeah was in there. but those are the stories i heard about that property and I, I remember a lot of guys from high school would drive by there because everybody was curious who the hell lives here and is it really a ghost living there or <laughs> Jeez.
0: But you you talk about median, right? As far mm. as you being a median as well. Yeah. So I mean, how does that work? I mean, someone comes and sits in front of you and says, "I want to talk to my grandpa." Yeah. It's, it's pretty much like that. And you make contact. Yeah, because you wanna. For me, I always have them
2: show a picture of that person to make it more easier to connect to that person. So I mean, it's not necessarily difficult. I've been doing it for such a long time. You're like, okay, well, let's see who this guy is. So you just like do that. See, and, and it comes to the point that we where they even feel that person too. See,
0: I don't want to... Don't scary. take this insulting. No, I don't, but for me, it's like, okay, how do what do you say that proves that you are actually contacting that person? Because, I mean, again, I don't want you to take this the wrong yeah, way. Yeah. They could say, oh, you know what? They're saying, oh, uh, do this, be happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, do you, is there specific things you mentioned that they go, holy crap, the only person that would know about it is... Well, yeah, my me, uncle or my grandpa. Well, let me tell you a story.
2: So, uh, okay, so, on, so what you're saying is like, a, like you, you can say generic stuff, right? And yeah. And then like everyone's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can say it to anyone and someone believe it, right? For me, whenever uh, a few years ago, I had a side of a family who uh, who is not necessarily my family, just like extended relatives, right? We had a cousin who uh, passed away he passed away at age 25 in a car accident and the an entire family is like in shock and whatever and they're going through their mourning process and uh whenever they're going through this mourning process everyone loved the guy by the way of course like but yeah, they loved him a lot he's a very year. popular guy um i didn't know anything about him because i wasn't very close with him because he's extended family relative and yeah. all that and um at this point whenever he passes away this is like before the you know like the 40 days like the Passover, what they consider i was there at the place because they they heard about what i do so one of the things i started doing is like when i started to feel him like right after he passed away
1: this is before you even went over to their house when did no, you start feeling him
2: so we i felt him before they told me he passed away because the, because we heard like a i saw him like in front of my bedroom door you see the per, and he was trying to say something, and then I was like, I just woke up, right? It's like 3 a.m. You see him, and and he just like, he's there for like a couple of seconds, and he's gone. So, whenever we found out he passed away, we went to his family, we saw them, and we started talking to them. And whenever I did connect with him, like I felt him, I saw him, whatever, and I started speaking with him. There's a specific girl that he liked. And and he he loved he loved women a lot. (laughs) There was a few, but there was one he actually (laughs) liked. (laughs) So there's a specific name, and I'm not gonna give out this name, you know. But like, there's a specific name, and he's like, he's like, I'm. It's like now it's my time to go spy on (laughs) and go go spy on this girl. So whenever, uh, whenever I relay that information, I say the name of this girl, and and he's really really wants to go see her. It was some girl that he really really. Had a huge thing for for a long time. I didn't know about it, and for them, that was their confirmation. As soon as I said that, like their family, uh, started to uh, feel better knowing that he's still there. It's like not physically there, but like they 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 knew that their son wasn't completely gone. He was okay. Yeah, Yeah. So like, there's instances where where stuff like that do happen, but it's just a matter of uh, what is that people are trying to uh, get from that person, I guess.
1: But are you able to? speak to those dead family members kind of on command or it just, things have to all come together for you to be able to do that?
2: Most of the times you can speak to them on command. And when I say on command, you can just easily
3: connect to them, but there's times where... When you say connect to them, like to you in a, you're pretty much having a conversation with this
4: Yeah, you, you pretty
3: much, you, what you do
2: is you feel their energy. And once you feel their energy, you can ask them if they can come show up.
1: So let's say, if, for example, if somebody had committed suicide, uh-huh. um, a family member, then they could come to you and say, I want to understand why this person committed suicide, what was behind it. You'll be able to connect with them. and Yeah. And they'll.
2: But it depends on what the, they're going to What if say? they don't want to share? Yeah. It mm. depends on what they're going to say. Because like there's times where uh, sometimes they don't want to show up.
3: Or they don't want to share the story. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. It, it's just a matter of things. But for me, this isn't like one of the primary things I like to focus on, because like for me, I, I just like to help people with their development, right. with what they're going through in their life, and try to uh, tell them what their energies and help them go forward. Because I feel that in my experiences, whenever I would have to do like a, let's say, I don't want to call it channeling, but whenever you have to connect to them, there's some people when they're they're also like very heartbroken, right? They would come back because they're like, my only kind of connection with this person is through you. And I don't want to make it like some kind of, uh, I I don't like the idea of become like an addictive uh, kind of like middleman. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of like tend to stay away from that. But yeah, it's happened. But I don't do it as much anymore.
3: But if someone comes to you and says a one-time shot, you'll do it.
2: What do you mean one time? Like
3: Sean? one time, if they don't bother you about it, second if it's or a third referral time? through the wise,
1: nuts probably, possibly, <laughs> probably, <huh>? but <laughs> a random cold call, no. Well, I mean, just like a, it just depends
2: <laughs> for me, like because you can tell what kind of person you're dealing with whenever you see them. You feel the energy; you can kind of tell who's sitting in front
0: of you. But, but will you say you see them? Yeah you see them. Do you see them like as in like our is sitting right in front of me and like it's physically like everything is there or is it more of like again like you were saying shadow, colors and, and shadows or? and
2: oh like do i see them like uh like physically or yes. do i see them like in the form of colors? yes something. what is it you, you see them as a person holy oh shit my yeah God, are you serious yeah, me? yeah. i mean I, I well let me tell you something <laughs> to, to give <laughs> you to give you a better <laughs> understanding Whenever, whenever, like, I would do a uh, mediumship, there, whenever people would come or my f- best confirmation was that I'd have the, the person who they're contacting touch them.
3: Holy yeah.
1: shit, bro! I'd
3: yeah, have them touch might. them.
1: What, no. what do you mean, touch them?
3: Physically touch physically them like touch this.
1: The like, the live person touched ghost or no, or the, the, the person? ghost? No, the ghost touched, the, touched the, person. the live person, bro. And would they feel a hundred percent. it?
2: 100%. Yeah. Can Holy we do this live shit. right now? <laughs> I'll volunteer right now, bro. I'll volunteer.
3: Well, done. I <laughs> well, we have to kill you first. What do you mean like <laughs> volunteer? You mean volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> this one, nah, man. That's one thing everyone's afraid of. That's oh a fear. man, death is a fear.
1: What death?
3: Yeah, it's a fear. Yeah, that's all it is.
2: Well there's some people who yeah. don't care for it though. Like but everyone is scared of it.
1: I, I don't fear I've been dealing the with this for so The reason we long. have so many <laughs>
3: different religions nowadays is yeah. just
1: because of fear of that. Think about it. I mean I would oh, shit, So man. to to, to, oh, to go back, are you able to <laughs> do it live? <laughs> I'm afraid to even ask. I don't but I'm sure <laughs> I you take
3: know. my I take my uh the Is uh, it like volunteership yeah. back actually. <laughs> is it
0: something is it does it take a process to actually see the person or is it something where it'll take like i don't know like five ten minutes
2: what do you mean like to see them like, uh, like to contact for example contact, to contact yes. my grandpa how? okay so the way you would do that is number one you'd have to have like a picture of him and just to make it easier so you can kind of like track down that energy because once you see who that person is you can get a better energy of how their energy was so it makes it easier to connect to them and i don't do that too often just because uh not a, i don't it's not something i i really tell people right. that i do because, too because late now <laughs> i know i know <laughs> because like some people think that oh that's going to th- make it more difficult to uh uh to confirm who you are right some people are like oh that's discredited right there because it's like it seems so outlandish to people but yeah that is something that i do do and uh in my experience like a uh, would like to do it though if, like from a place where i know how the energy is cuz sometimes whenever you are trying to connect to something you don't want to connect to the wrong thing, right? Wow. So like it's just a matter of like being in the right location and knowing who it is that you're looking for.
1: It's interesting. Couple of comments here. Yeah. Uh Suro who's a um uh LA County Sheriff says he um there's a house in Altadena and w- it was on the episode of Ghost Hunters apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know That's about that. That's a good show. Yeah. That's interesting. And he says he's personally hasn't had the experience but um, he's had fellow um, uh, um, officers where working in the jails. They've heard a lot of different sounds and noises in the middle of the night, working the night shift. And maybe those are from inmates that have been killed, or they died in prison, or whatnot. well, a lot
2: of times. Uh, in my experience, like different kind of prisons and areas like that, you can imagine what kind of energies harboring in that area. Wow. So imagine all that energy magnified by all these different people. And a lot, like, let's say people have passed away there, right?
3: I'm sure they Can have. you
2: imagine what kind of mindset they were in? Can you imagine how they were feeling? And imagine whenever you do pass away at some point, you're going to be lurking around that area. And so it's not, it's definitely a common thing to have a. Whenever they hear sound, they they feel something in that. Like in, for example, a prison, you're definitely gonna have like a high
1: volume of energy there. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like you walking into a prison, it's like probably a million different. You get
0: a headache from that. Well, so you get prison. What about a hospital? Well, oh, I, seriously.
1: Oh yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah. Like you, you walk what into a hospital, I mean, what happens to you? Oh, I. It's very uncomfortable. I don't like. For example, whenever I go to the hospital, it's a very uncomfortable feeling because you feel, if. Imagine, you know, whenever you go swimming, you're going all the way down. You feel all the pressure of the water above you, okay. around your body, right? Imagine that feeling like a, whenever you're walking to an area where you know a lot of people have passed away.
1: Cemetery,
2: yeah. right? Well, yeah. Well,
3: the cemetery, they don't pass away at the cemetery. Yeah. Well, but but yeah. some do
2: lurk around the cemetery, mm. though. Like, for me, like, there's more activity in the hospital than there would be a cemetery. Yeah. Because, because so. that's where people did pass away. So yeah. they sometimes, like, not a lot of people believe... In like an afterlife, right? So they tend right. to lurk around. They tend to lurk around. So in, the
3: people that don't believe in afterlife are the ones that tend to lurk around. Because
2: they don't know where to go.
0: That's very... Hold on, hold what do you on, mean hold, on hold on. What do you mean they don't
3: know
2: where to go? So it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. So the sense. way it works is that a lot of times, uh, if you don't... Like you expect whenever you pass away nothing to happen, right? Like let's say that a person believes if that. If you don't believe in the afterlife. Yeah. Or just like your soul... Or you don't you're believe in you yourself. Soul. Mm-hmm. so if, if a person passes away suddenly right they still think that they're alive that happens they don't know that they're dead that's happened sometimes they don't even know that they're dead
1: so they're still going to their house and going yeah. to work and thinking, yeah. thinking they happen- they're physically well alive. N- I
2: don't know I don't, I don't know if they do their daily routine
3: <laughs>
0: so we, <just>, we <laughs> shower at <or> <laughs> some <laughs> point imagine <laughs> at some point they have to figure it out Joghamet. yeah <laughs> they it nobody's out. nobody's noticing me so hold on By, as far as okay let's say they are a believer though yeah do they, do they go to heaven? Is that what it is?
2: It's not. I don't know. Because obviously I haven't passed away. Yet. No, no, no. <laughs> obviously not. No, the fact
0: that is the energy still, is it gone? As in like you can't contact it anymore? Well, what ends up
2: happening is that a person's energy or like their soul, you can call it, goes through a different kind of, uh, uh, what is it? Like a different process. It goes through a different process and they know that, yeah, I've passed away. It's time to pretty much move on. So what they do is like they go on to their next step or their another, another journey. Afterlife. Yeah. So for now, I, I can't tell you exactly what's in an afterlife, but that's what but, pretty much.
1: But can you confirm that it exists or?
2: For me, I feel that afterlife exists because like from the kind of experiences that I've had where people have just passed away to, let's say, connecting with them like a, a few months later or like a year later, the energy is different. In so, what way?
1: So Happier?
2: It's transformed to different kind of energy.
1: So it's not so human energy it's yeah. it could be an animal or a tree or, it,
2: or When yeah. I say transform it's not how they once were like there's times whenever a person in my experience whenever they just passed away they remember a lot about who they were and so what I always tell people I'm like you have to think of it as like a flash drive so whenever someone passes away just now right they're going to remember A through Z who they were. It might take them a little long time because they're uploading that information into their memory because at that point, they've disconnected with their body. They've disconnected with their body and then whenever they do start to remember who they are, they they kind of, uh, they're pretty much doing their routine. I don't know about like they're going to work or anything like that, but they, they're still, they know information about themselves. Like let's say fast forward a year later, year or two later, there's stuff that they forget. They, they kind of forget who they are because their soul like on, on another path or like on another journey. So it's not necessarily committed to like the memories that you've had now or, or you've had before. So I've then, had that experience. If
3: you believe all that, do you believe in reincarnation as well? For me,
2: yeah. I believe in reincarnation. I, I've dealt with a lot of people in my experience who, who've had a lot of specific information about certain kind of accounts where they could confirm or uh, they, they knew who that family once was too. That's happened. Where they're like, I, I know who uh, these people were, and then they would start contacting those people, and they would start giving information about the family member that's passed away a long time ago. People like I've had clients who, uh, who uh, would remember nine eleven A through Z, and that, and they're very young, and they remember nine eleven A through Z, and they're like very young. They're having like all these dreams about these uh these towers falling. It's it's crazy,
1: but like. I, but they weren't even around when it took place. Hundred hmm. percent. Wow!
2: Can you That's imagine? Insanity. It's it's just a matter of like, because
3: for me, wait, whenever wait, let's go back. Uh-huh? I'm sorry, man, I don't want to do this to you. You said that there's kids, there's a kid that actually remembers nine eleven, but they weren't around when nine eleven happened. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, or, or was I mistaken? No, you're right.
1: Does that mean? They've He's been gay? reincarnated as this new individual. Hundred percent. That's it's cool. not because they've watched the news or YouTube videos. No, I
2: mean, they're, they're kids. They don't watch that kind of stuff. And like their parents, what do kids do? They play like what is that? Like, Bro, you movie? put nine well, like, eleven video in front of Michael. <laughs> you're you're talking, not gonna want to watch. You're talking it, about
0: we'll kids as in like four, five, six year olds.
2: No, like uh, for like the last one was like seven years old, and he had distinct memories about what happened, and That's
0: he did. Insane.
2: Yeah.
1: That's crazy, and this happened 18 years ago. Yes, yeah. and he was seven years old.
3: Yeah,
2: like yeah. it's happened. It's like there's kids who come and they're like, oh, they're like seven years old, and they have memories of it. No, you seen
3: reincarnation of someone that you know how some people say, oh, my kid is exactly like my grandda- uh, uh, my grandpa, or something like that. Well, what ends up happening is people tend to come with a
2: specific group of people because, uh, for whatever reason, they kind of have an idea that. Like for me, like in my understanding of how all this works, is that everyone's trying to advance on its in a certain way, right? They want to have a certain kind of experiences so they can move on with their lives, or there's something that they feel like the soul needs to learn in, in this specific life or experience. So they tend to surround themselves with people who are going to help them experience that. So, in my experience, that has maybe happened like once or twice, but it's pretty uncommon where you do come into like the same circle of people.
3: So I guess. How about? Do you think it's possible to the soul goes into an animal, comes the reincarnation me, into a different being?
2: For me, I'm I don't for personally. I obviously I haven't seen that happen. I haven't seen that happen. So I, I'm for me for, I don't discount anything, but I haven't seen that happen. So I'm not sure about that.
1: Couple questions and mm-hmm. then, uh Arnold says, "Have you seen the Sixth Sense?" Yeah. Is that in any way similar to?
3: The sixth sense is—it's—I is, is don't. What you call you have? What you have? Do you? Would you call it the sixth sense? Because it's not some like. Look, there's four of us. You're the only one that has yeah. that.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for me, though. I mean, everyone has energy to an extent. Everyone feels energy to an extent. Remember how we go walk into yeah. a place? You feel something. You know that it's not right. That's your energy telling you. That's relaying information to your feeling that. There's some people where I've had that. I've I've worked with them for a bit. And they start to, uh, they they get more sensitive to, so they once you start to work on yourself, you're naturally going to develop more energy, right? And develop more energy, so you're going to be more sensitive to whatever's happening around you. So mm. it, it has happened, but It makes it, complete it, sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anna, she has a good question. She says, uh, how do you calm an angry spirit? Uh, why do some constantly try to connect with humans? Well, one of the, so...
2: There's no real rationale to why a spirit, let's say, will be mad at a person. It can be a lot of times, like, it's pretty unjustified if they feel like you're wronging them. You're not really doing anything right. If you, uh, if you, they, what I do, for example, is like that energy that they have, I don't kind of delve into, oh, why are you mad? You know, like for me, it's more about settling them down energetically because once. You remove that energy that's making that spirit, for example, upset, right? You just neutralize it. I, I don't really delve into this. So when do
3: you neutralize? What happens so, to so, that spirit? So,
2: then what ends up happening is you can transform energy. You can transform energy. So, if the energy of that spirit is, let's say it's hostile, right? You can make it calm. You can make it calm, you can make it peaceful.
3: So, the spirit's still there. It's just a neutral spirit, yeah. in a sense.
2: You can, mm-hmm. you, if you want, you can do that. Or in certain instances, you can just like make them. In a sense, go away, and you can do but that too,
1: you or
3: complete their transformation yeah. to pass on. In yeah, exactly.
1: So you don't try to understand why that spirit is upset be- to maybe even help that individual, because maybe it's something they're doing that's causing.
2: Well, for most, that's why in my experience when I when I was kind of delving into why they're upset, mm-hmm. there wasn't really a real reason. Mm. So I'm like, there wasn't really a real reason as to why they're upset. So you just have to kind of go about it. It's like relax it and, like, let it go and move on. Wow.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, Claudia has a question about hypnosis. She yeah. wants to know um, what you think of it. And uh, she says she's tried hypnosis for success, and she was able to listen to the audio of herself speaking, and it was definitely a crazy experience.
2: Mm-hmm. So what hypnosis does, it? W- essentially why hypnosis does work with people, especially certain people, is that what it does, it makes your conscious mind shut off your conscious mind is the one that's pretty much screwing you over then <laughs> <time. laughs> so once once you do shut it off your subconscious mind pretty much comes through that's why uh whenever there's people who've had let's say a uh, ptsd right uh-huh. and they go under hypnosis they recall everything a lot more clearly because their conscious mind is not trying to shield them from it so one what's that what hypnosis does it pretty much Uh, goes around the conscious mind because it shuts it it off. So it releases everything. Yeah, and it lets you pretty much know what is going on with you. That's why whenever people do come out of hypnosis, they're like, I can't believe I remember this. I I had a memory of this that I completely forgot because your conscious mind is trying to protect you from getting hurt. And if that's going to, let's say, uh, stop you from feeling A, B, C, or D, whether or not it's beneficial for you, it'll do it.
1: Because you have to imagine your brain is always in survival mode. Yeah. All it's doing for you for your whole life is trying to protect you so you don't die, you don't kill yourself, you don't do anything stupid. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the security uh, guard. Yeah, so that makes sense, that hypnosis is kind of uh, numbing that down for, yeah. for that period of time. It's a
3: bypass in a sense. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, wow. so Arlen, uh, <laughs> go ahead. So
2: uh, I used to, uh, there's this, whenever I would work on people, right? I just had this guy last week, and he was telling me that he hasn't been able to sleep for uh more than two hours for two three weeks i mean no no not two three weeks he hasn't been able to two years he hasn't been able to sleep more than two hours years a like night he, for the last yeah, two years exactly mm-hmm. so he hasn't been able to sleep and he told me i'm like uh he's like i'm having a lot of difficulty with it i'm like what's going on he, so he tells me a through z how his mind's super active his mind's like telling him hey your life sucks. Uh, you you can't do anything. Everything's falling apart. You're not good enough because he's trying to like establish his own kind of career, his own kind of business, right?
0: So he's in essence he's in depression. Hundred percent.
2: So he's in depression and he's just like his mind's not his friend. His mind's telling him why he's not capable, right? So I started working with him. I started talking to him. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what it is that you're thinking.
3: Does he move? Does huh? that person do enough physical movement?
2: So he, he does, but he's he told me that he did gain weight and he's trying to uh, get back in shape. But when I started talking to him, I started to uh, break down what his mind is like, give him an understanding of it. Because a lot of times people, they just feel like they're trapped in their mind all the time. So they don't really, one thing feeds into the other. They start going down the rabbit hole and things keep adding on and on and on. They just keep layering it as to why they, why they feel like they suck, right? So at the end of the day, it's like, I told him what's going on with him. I started working with him. I started to give him energy to subvert that energy that he's having. Like there's an uncomfortable anxiety, the stress in his chest. It's like affecting his health too. And he told me, he's like, uh, after I saw him twice, I think, he told me that he slept for eight hours and he's sleeping normally now. Because like, he's like, I I feel extremely peaceful now. Because it's like, a lot of times people don't realize what's happening to them. They just feed into it. So that's why like, I always tell people, like, a lot of people don't know who they are. They just know why they react the way they react. They think that they, the fact that they know who they are as a person is based on their reaction to something else. And they're like, hey, well, I like this, I like that. But they don't really know what gave them that idea of what to like and what not to like. And understanding mm. where that idea was born is, gives you power over it, and that's essentially That, that
1: makes sense, because if you live your life Reacting to things, mm-hmm. you're always going to be stressed out and, and some type of um, what's the word? Ah, slipped my mind. But yeah, to to react to things is never a good thing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You have to respond versus reacting because yeah. with responding, you're more so. It's a thought process. You've it's a conscious decision. It's not a well. If this happens, this is how I'm just going to react yeah. to it. And then shit hits the fan.
2: Well, it's also like uh, people have to have awareness of what they're thinking mm-hmm. because a lot of times people just add on to themselves like all the reasons why they feel the way they feel. And what I always tell people, I'm like, you need to be a computer. You need to have like a firewall because once you understand what's going into your mind, you're going
3: to realize what you want to give power to. But there's difference. I see. Here's what I would say. It's great. You have described it perfect. The firewall we're talking about yeah. it exists. Mm. Breaking down the firewall in humans is not like a computer. It's not a click away. Yeah, and breaking you, down that barrier in the human mind is work in progress.
2: And that pretty much is because it's just like a bunch of things adding on to one another. And whenever you help a person understand what it is that they want to, uh, that they do want it to be part of them, right? A lot of people don't want to feel bad. A lot of people don't want to feel bad about themselves or think that they're incapable. Once you realize what you're feeding into your, in a sense, your computer, and what is a virus and what is beneficial to you, you, once you understand the virus, the virus stops showing up. And once, let's say, for whatever reason, someone says something, you have that thought in your mind, you're aware of it. You're not feeding into it. Once you give awareness to that thought, that energy diminishes. And that's why I always help people know what it is that they want and how to give that that want, that desire, that energy more of it so they can manifest it. Because once you, man- once you do become the master of your own mind, there's nothing else that will really be able to break you down because you'll be aware of something that is not good for you. Because a lot of people just take on a lot of the, whatever their
3: environment is. That has to do with like making the same mistake. I mean, there's people that'll go into a specific business they will lose money and then they'll just try the same business again yeah. and lose money again. Yeah, is that where it comes from?
2: Well, I mean, it's more of like there's people who do repeat their own mistakes because there there's some people in my experience. I always ask them this question because it really puts it into into perspective for them. I'm like, are you trying your best to succeed, or are you trying your best not to fail? Because if you're trying your best not to fail, the idea of failure is something that you're tr- you're trying to escape from. And the more, and at some point, you're going to run out of that energy and it's going to catch up to you. So if you realize where your motivations are coming from, you'll be able to get to where it is that you want. But if you're living in constant fear of failure, failure is going to knock on your door one day or another. And you're going to be delved into that experience. And you have to come out of it somehow if you can, if you want. It just depends on the person.
1: What you're talking about is, the definition of insanity basically is repeating the yeah. same thing over and over again expecting different results. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. That's the fear of failure. You think no? it's called insanity,
1: but it's just well, natural. According to, to Einstein, Einstein, it was called <laughs> insanity. No, but that's
3: natural. If people don't have their mindset, like he said, if they don't want to succeed, they don't look towards a success, they're just too afraid to fail, they're most likely going fail. to fail.
2: Yeah. Because that's what's going on in their mind. Every idea, every plan that they have is revolving around the idea that they're that they're trying to not fail, so if if all of your ideas are based on the same premise, that premise ha- is going to have a ton of energy and it's going to knock you back at one point.
1: So, I mean, we've covered a lot of interesting topics related to spirits and bioenergy and mm-hmm. healing. And is there anything that you're able to uh, demonstrate or do on a live show or?
2: For me, it's more about in person because I'd like to do it in person because I'd like to be in a specific area where I know how the energy of the place is. Because there, are, once you, let's say you go into an area where uh, there might be something lurking around or the energy is not good there, you, you don't want that person to be affected by that energy because if once you're opening up a person, you don't want them to get an attachment. So no,
1: what how, I what I meant. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, is there anything we can demonstrate? Yeah, by that's what I was about now? to ask. Well, like uh, for what he does is
0: has no demonstration portion. Well, when well, you walk, when, uh, when well, we'll what,
1: whether it's basic energy reading or whatever that he feels so, maybe oh, be yeah, appropriate. Well, he did our hands yeah.
0: as far when he walked in, he he basically felt the energy off of our hands yeah. to see if there was good energy, bad energy, and uh, how much. Some kind of some cases in that, yeah. no energy. Yeah, I mean
2: you can <laughs> tell because like whenever I first walked in, I, I felt all of your energy, right? You can tell by the kind of energy that you're getting back from a person and what kind of shape that person's in you uh your energy was not strong you weren't pushing back on my energy too much you felt it you felt it and you felt it uh-huh. you can tell what kind of energy a person has by how they respond to your own personal energy he's a layback guy
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's a neutral he's like sweet i should be a sweet bro. that'd be perfect for
2: me <laughs> yeah. i mean it's difficult to demonstrate from afar because what i do is not necessarily uh flashy here and there it's more about having that personal experience having to sit down with that person work with them i mean there are times where you can do uh, let's say work on people from afar but it, it has to be more directed to a specific person for them to be able to see improvement and that's how i that's how i like to do my work
0: well claudia is asking how heavy was this guy's energy <laughs>
2: Uh, his energy is pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> heavy in a good way, or yeah, in a good way though. Uh, okay, so that, yeah. so please have, clarify that. So heavy. <laughs> heavy
1: sounds like it's negative energy. So
2: his energy was strong, which means that he doesn't. For like, uh, if your energy is strong, that means that you ha- you don't have difficulty tracking things. That means that your body's doing well in terms of like a. Uh, uh, e- like for example if you have a lot of energy that means that like, your body can heal quicker than others yeah. if your body's low on energy it's not going to heal as quick <laughs> as others <laughs> so <laughs> oh hey but for you it's like uh i can feel like you have a lot of like strong financial energy too because like one, that's one of the things that push back in yours do too listen man we don't want to open up <laughs> my bank accounts and stuff <laughs> live on do the it show. right now let's go everyone <laughs> open it up live demonstration oh, no, are you town town happy around. with
1: that answer He's not sugarcoating it. It's, it's the truth. Yeah. William doesn't sugarcoat anything.
0: That's crazy. You're saying financial? <laughs> yeah. Meaning? So everyone has a different type
2: of energy. Some people have energy that's directed towards happiness, health, uh, A, B, C, and D. There's also financial energy because you develop uh, some kind of attraction, right? So people who want to attract finances, they have a specific energy for that. That's or, crazy,
0: bro. That's yeah. how I am
3: i miss my attraction whole, is basically i miss that just whole energy completely yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: see that's he I, mind you guys this is the first time i've met will yeah and you didn't know what i did for a living no and the guys, he's spot on i mean i'm not gonna lie on a you can't uh, lie we yeah. know you bro yeah i'm, <laughs> I'm i've i have a thing for financial stuff i mean i'm yeah. oh, i'm It's all about the Benjamins for me. Now it's called financial stuff. (laughs) Work, work, money. I call it
2: prosperity energy more specifically. Prosperity energy?
0: Yeah. I have it.
1: Oh, man. So if somebody. So that's
3: sugar coating at its finest, to be honest. Hold on, hold on. on.
1: Well, well, let's see
2: this. You you want to feel how that
0: prosperity energy feels? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to close my eyes. Hold
3: on. We should shut up, right?
0: It's okay. Holy crap. You feel that heaviness? Yeah
2: that's finances right there really yeah. Gee, okay maybe. hold on here's the I want to okay, <laughs> hold, hold on wait 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 i want to
0: tell me if i'm wrong okay i felt i felt cool here mm-hmm. and then i this finger jolted
2: yeah so what that means is that whenever you're feeling that coldness, right I'm pulling out that energy out of you. Why are you pulling the financial things out of um, You're not getting rid of it. Oh, okay. I'm, right, just, okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not pulling it. Don't worry.
4: He's I'm
1: penetrating sh- your financial energy.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm, this <laughs> guy felt
1: like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> where's my money, man? Where's my, where's where's my money? money? <laughs> He's
2: going to call me in a couple of weeks. What would you do to me? Where's my rent? <laughs> That's, hold on. You,
1: can you check my wallet now? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see an empty wallet? <laughs>
0: That's that's crazy. So yeah, I, hold on, okay. I mean, Jesus oh, Christ, man! It's like
1: what? Uh, Asking
0: ask I don't understand what it is that that's that's pulling. I mean, what? How did you figure out as far as like the energy or like what did you do that? I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> it's easy to kind of. Uh, do you think it's nature? What,
3: which part? Your and your powers. I call it powers. I don't know. Some people call it whatever they want to call
2: it. For me, it's more like about some people are more in tune with gift. it. Yeah, some pe- Yeah, I call it a gift because you can be more in tune with it than other people can be. So, I mean, it's completely natural, though. I just think that, like, for example, like, I, like my great-grandma, like she had, she was sensitive too. Okay. So, like, I, I know kind of runs in the family for my mother's side. So. That's cool. Yeah. Let's do
0: one for, for him. You
1: am I gonna get taller when I grow up? Or? Maybe.
2: If you <laughs> want, you can no, get no, taller. No, 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 no. I don't think I can help with you getting taller, though. I feel that. Wow. You feel that heaviness, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
1: What, so I what, what losing is losing money? In.
0: What did you do to, is to is account? him? Oh, he's about to call him
2: And don't check your bank statement. <laughs>
0: right you just empty his account. No, I, So I mean, I, what do you feel from him?
3: It's <laughs> empty space. Hey, I feel like he doesn't want to say something. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Something. You like hit something. <laughs> no,
2: it's True? not I, what would you mean?
3: I, I felt
0: you like can you, no, you can I'm be like, honest so no, no no no
2: i, I just felt that uh, i felt your energy like towards finances uh-huh. but you're at the kind of point in your life where you don't really care you know like you're just happy with where you're at you know what i mean
1: so i'm freaking content <laughs> you, well, i you, think you felt you, the wrong you, energy I've, I mean. left, I've lived my whole life to not be content but apparently i'm content yeah because what you're doing right now is content is very, not a bad thing I, I,
2: I don't think it's a bad thing, but. He's trying to look more after growing. Like yeah. his is like just like shooting out. Yours is like I'm. I'm a bit happy with where I am. I don't
0: know. I, I, I'm telling you, man. It's like
1: I was the first time. I met this no, guy. I I think I know what he's referring to because there's there is something in you that's well. What's what's happened is it's come to a level. I'm, in his I'm life. Well, no, I'm still focused on growing my business. Yeah, but I do everything I can. Like. To go home as early as I can to spend more time with my wife and son, like more than ever.
3: Because you have something right now that's more important to you than the extra money that you can make sitting around.
1: Well, it's not about extra money; it's more so about building something for my kids and for for my family's future. It's not about me. For me, I don't care about. You you want to go next? But sure, that's but but he's absolutely right. Like my focus is still on growing uh, financially, but it's been more towards. Spending more time with my family. That's scary.
2: So, like, just judging by your energy, you know what I noticed? You feel like you keep giving more than you're getting, right? Yes. 100%.
1: Yes. You feel like you're giving more than you're getting? Yeah. In what? Like, in life, generally?
2: In terms of, like, finances, he feels like he, whatever...
1: Uh, so he's not getting paid what he's worth, he, basically. He needs a raise.
2: Yeah. And that's how...
3: We... I don't even know this guy. I swear.
0: <laughs> right? He's right. He's,
1: I think he's absolutely
0: right. <laughs> Knowing him, I know. You know why? That. Every time in our group chat, what does he say? He's always like the median kind yeah. of... I'm, I've
3: always been content. So I know I've known this guy his whole life right and he's always been that guy mm-hmm. that wants that extra mm-hmm. and i've always told him listen there is much more important things in life than money but this dude will never listen to someone like me and i wish he doesn't because i there is like you know there's you pull him down no 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 there's attributes about him like that that i look up to yeah but if it's not naturally in you you can do whatever you want it's just not in you yeah and you got to feel what strong strengths you have I know what strengths I have, and I tend to focus on those a mm. little more.
1: Well, but do you agree with that? You don't think he can change that energy to, to focus on... It's if
3: he wants to, though.
2: The only people to. who exactly. want to make that transformation you are able to help them. If people are happy with where they're at and they don't want to change anything... Then you can. Then you mm. can. That, and fire firewall,
3: you that firewall that he was talking about, yeah. and I said that firewall's on the computer. You know, It's two clicks away, right. you're good. But for the human mind, that firewall is... It takes time to break it down. Yeah,
1: Do you think it has anything to also do with the comfort zone?
2: Well, I mean, there's some people who, uh, who strive for change and they want to grow in every possible way. There's some people who they're like, you know what, I'm happy with where I'm at. Or they just don't want to at that point because they, they, they
3: just feel like there's no point. So here, I'll tell you what, the way I look at it. To me, at this point in life, finances can't fix health. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at it. Bill Gates... The guy died from cancer, didn't he? Or no, Steve, I mean, no Jobs. Steve, Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Sorry, yeah, Steve don't kill Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, Let's
0: not, not get it. into what <laughs> <one. laughs> I wouldn't. The, the, <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> the guy, just had a Netflix special. I have to watch it. Right. his <laughs> <Right. laughs> special. I right. <laughs> <Right. laughs> don't yeah. Everyone, keep, keep an eye on Bill Gates. <laughs> keep an eye on.
4: Gates.
2: maybe, he knows something we don't know. Breaking news:
1: Bill Gates found dead in his apartment. Apparently, Ed has a seventh sense he wasn't aware of
3: extend that a certain sense. <laughs> oh, but well. that guy couldn't save him his life. He didn't die a happy man. And no. I look at his life now and everything he's left behind and everyone else is enjoying. Yeah. Think,
1: Be- because Shit. His, <laughs> his focus on life was to change the world. Yeah. Which he did. That was... And do you, people do you like that... for
3: the better or the worse?
1: Well, both. Both. I mean you have to have the Don't forget events. the
3: guy who created the nuclear weapon killed himself. Oh yeah. So yeah.
1: These types of people are you can you and I can never relate to because their purpose in life is completely different. They come in once in a lifetime. They change basically the way every that's why when remember a couple couple uh, episodes ago we talked about well no, actually maybe 2 months ago about how technology has changed so much and we laughed about aliens and all. But these types of people come in... Well, we should actually ask him about that. <laughs> uh, these types of people come in once in a lifetime. The Teslas, the Elon Musk's, the, uh, the yeah, it's Steve Jobs, Bill Gates of the world. Uh, they, they're not here, right? I mean... They're special people. They're special people that come in. They so. change the whole infrastructure of human life, human behavior, basically.
3: How are they any special? Uh, like, what makes a, a person special? Like but you can be the guy like you're telling me that there's someone that grew up next to Steve Jobs next door to Steve Jobs uh-huh. and they could be still cl- collecting trash with a trash company.
0: Yeah, but it's it's that Steve Jobs that's the person He's who's special. Just
3: how is how is
0: that what makes him special? The way
1: we communicate, the way we do everything is special. His energy different. levels is special? Is that 100% what you're saying? His purpose too. His purpose is yeah. special.
3: So you believe that every one of us comes here with a purpose? Haiden, uh, Chaka, Nagini You believe well, that
2: Well, I believe that A person's uh, Whenever they Kind of choose a life That they're going to come into They come there With a specific idea of mind As to what they need To experience or do So I do believe that To an extent But I don't think Your entire life Is governed by like destiny okay. Just like What your overarching point is You kind of come into Your life to Experience it So it could be different It could be something That's huge Like in a global level Or it could be something Small like on a yeah. personal level
0: no, You want to talk about Extraterrestrial stuff?
1: Please lead the conversation. You're the.
0: What are your thoughts about extraterrestrial?
2: Like, uh, do they exist? Yes, hundred percent.
1: Okay.
0: Are they, as far as with energy? Since you feel energy, are they amongst us? Yeah. Yes. Current, as in, like they're living.
2: Oh, like, like, are they here and you can't see them,
0: or not even see them? Yeah, like basically, are they hidden within the human race? Oh yeah, for sure. I've
2: said that from day one. Be kidding, for sure, bro. <laughs> no. For me, it's like a I've had a personal experience. Whenever with uh, an alien, well, I mean uh, extraterrestrial. L- let me explain this to you. Okay, so
0: this is.
1: Anytime somebody says something, get, oh you're kidding. You're well, he's not kidding. He's not <laughs> kidding. Like, I he know what the hell is going on, bro. <laughs> so,
2: like, let me tell you my last experience. It's a very interesting one. Um, do you guys, you guys ever watch like different uh, podcasts? Yeah. What yeah. podcast you guys watch? I like Joey
3: Diaz a lot, man. Uh, listen he to yeah. a lot do. of uh, yeah. business podcasts. Okay. Uh,
2: you guys it. ever watch uh, the The Joe Rogan podcast? Of course, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. You guys watch the one that where he spoke to Bob Lazar? Yeah, I did. You watched it? Okay, uh-huh. so you know how so the entire conversation with Bob Lazar this guy is pretty much reverse engineering what like a-
0: Area 51. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's reverse engineering different crafts to mm-hmm. uh make Try it them. yeah. So we um it was me and my girlfriend. We were on a, we were heading down Bakersfield. And we're, we're driving through it, obviously. So, just, just kidding. So we're driving through Bakersfield, and uh, it's what was it? It was like late at night. It's like 10 p.m. We are driving through Bakersfield, and we look up and we see this this uh the ship. It's green and it's like circular and uh it's just like hovering there. And mind you, we're on the we're on the highway. So there's other cars right in front of us too that pull over. So we're driving and we see this uh this green looking uh, thing that's uh, this ship and it's just like hovering there. And as soon as like we start looking at it for like five, six, seven seconds, it automatically just bolts up right into the sky at a speed like you can't even fathom. Your eyes can't catch. Yeah, it just absolutely disappears right then and there. And then it comes back down extremely fast and then it zigzags and it just goes away. Everyone just pulls out like, wow, <laughs> like can you imagine? Like because right now people oh, try shit. to fly, people try to fly jets and all those all that G force right can kill a person. Yeah, of definitely. course. So yeah. if, an, if a if a like if a uh, if a ship that's going that fast that's maneuvering in the way it's doing, and it's extremely quiet too. You don't hear like a propulsion system on it either. Like you, you know that you're that's not something that maybe it could be like different technology It's not, that it's not us flying it basically. yeah i mean i mean i mean i don't think it could be us flying it i mean i don't know how far technology's come obviously i don't know that but
1: but and that but outside of that experience have you ever energetically had any type of uh encounter or experience
2: actually i have and this one uh
1: I'm sorry. I I just feel like they're not here yet.
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they're waiting for you.
0: You're one of them. (laughs) They're on the 101. (laughs) You're (laughs) one of them. Go ahead. ahead. So, would you respond to (laughs) that?
2: In one of my experiences, I was going through uh, Sedona. You know Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the The uh, hotspot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was going through Sedona, and uh, there were these people I was working with at one point. I was trying to help them out. Because they're they're telling me that there's something happening around their house, and uh, I've always wanted to visit Sedona. By the way, I was, I was curious what's going on there, mm-hmm. so I just visited that area and I was I was helping some people, and you know what they told me? They're like, in this this man, who uh, who's like they're like Native American, and uh, like just in, like in Native American culture, they've had like a lot of uh, reportedly they've had a lot of contact with extraterrestrials, so uh, in while I was there, this man he did some kind of a a meditation I, I would say, and whenever he would do it, you would see this thing just fly over you would see this thing just fly over, stop come low and go and he would do without fail
3: time yeah time he
2: I'm like I'm like there's something going on with this house and he's like, let me show you something and he's like an older man he's probably like 65, 70. And like he just m- puts his arm up in a specific way, he starts doing this meditation. I'm like, I'm like, even I, I was like, like, I don't know how the, how this is possible. And you know? I'm like, even I didn't like necessarily believe it. I was a bit skeptical. And then whenever this thing just flies over, I was like, what the heck? I'm like, what is that? So like, I, I know there's a lot in life that like I haven't seen them like in a sense like on a one-on-one level, where like I've seen them, like standing right in front of yeah, me. Yeah, of course. But, Like, whatever. I, I do think like, there's something here they're just smart enough not to show it to us or if they are it's like uh you just imagine like for me whenever people are like if aliens are here why why don't we know about it like the general public so why would want you us to know about why it? would you want to know about it because if you if a lot of people think about it like this if people uh for example knew that there was something else that's just around them all the time Back then, what they did historically is that they, on a radio, they said that aliens are attacking us. You know what people did? They went outside with guns and started shooting in the air, trying to hit something.
4: Mm. If the bullets come back panic. down on me. Yeah,
2: people panic. And if you're trying, what causes instability? Panic, fear. If you're trying to keep everything on status quo, you're not going to say everything that's happening in the world around you. You're going to keep everyone on the same page. You're just going to keep everyone level. Because if you're going to say, oh, yeah, there's aliens right there. One flew over Bob's house the other day, landed, gave him some marshmallows. I mean.
3: Well, the U.S. Navy admits to. Oh,
1: yeah, being. they do. Well, wasn't there a publication did like you? last week? Yeah. yeah. We they were, finally yeah. published a video.
0: Yeah, they it. did. And they found, they, the, basically, a pilot saw it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they Not recorded pilot, it too. Many commercial pilots. Yeah, they, they recorded it too. They have,
2: had it like on infrared
3: and all that. I've, I've heard a lot of commercial pilots have yeah, had f- the encounter and yeah, they just don't talk yeah.
0: about it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to jump into the evil eye and voodoo before we call it a night? Sure. Okay. Let's so, keep it short on the voodoo side. Yeah. I mean...
2: Yeah, let's just keep it short because, like, this is a, a side I don't want to give people too many ideas on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean?
0: No, 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 no. So, uh, there's a lot of people that believe in the evil eye, um, yeah. voodoo, and they always say, uh, in Armenian, they would say, chadashka, so yeah. basically, same thing, evil, evil eye, eye yeah. Um is that true? Is there such thing as the evil eye? Because a lot of people say, "Oh, you know what? It's just if you attract the negative energy, that's what'll come to you. Just ignore the ignore the negative people, cut them out of your life. Don't worry about it."
2: I mean, to an extent, that works. To an extent, that does work. But in my experience, people who are actually affected by such things, there. I've been to people's homes where they've had uh, like those dolls, just like like during parties where there's like a bunch of people you can't keep track of anyone, right? People just go and insert stuff into their homes, into their uh, to, like their wedding pictures, underneath into people's clothing and all that. So I, I found them personally. So I know that people are, are trying it. And like
3: the people when who... You walk into someone's house, go through their closet and find this piece of note that they didn't know was there? Or well, it's happening. Is that, yeah. is that what Well, feel- when
1: they call them for...
3: Yeah. And salty, yeah. yeah. But do you find it? Literally, you go, yeah, and
2: find you feel the like energy.
1: Yeah. Holy shit!
2: So w- whenever you find it, it's like, uh you know, that there's people are actually trying something, and the fact that it has like an energetic trace to it means that there is something to it for me. Because I'm like, I mean, w- what makes me find it? I fall on energy. Where does that energy come from? That means that it's working to an extent. I mean, I, I found uh people, in my experience, like in different. Uh, Culture some practice more than the others, and it's something that not a lot of people do. But you would be surprised that if someone does do it, you wouldn't know it, because a lot of the, all those people who do do it, they're like can be as normal as me and you. But I'm sure you guys have met a lot, a lot of two-faced people, right? Of course, yeah. So you don't know what that other face is in the sense. And people do it. A lot of people have envy, right? A lot of the time, where when I do find it, that energy is tied to envy they're jealous of something or they want bad for you for whatever reason. It happens. Shit,
1: bro. And I've experienced this because I I remember one time I I did go see somebody and she said something like both my dad and myself have something like that where uh, she couldn't tell me who. I took some pictures. This was years ago. But she said both you and your dad, there's somebody that's... I've had one give me a name. Really?
3: Yeah, I've had one give me a name and everything. It's crazy. And
2: thing yeah. is, is that you just have to be able to remove it because, like, for me, it's like a. Whenever you do remove that kind of energy, uh. For me, like, for whenever it's on a person for a long time, that person knows. For an example, that is there because sometimes people do tell them, like, "God, yeah, that person's up to no good," right? Because there's some people who, there's some people who are pretty much like a open about the fact that they kind of do practice this kind of stuff. And whenever that person finds out, it kind of uh, starts to tie in because as soon as you remove the energy that was on them and you replace it with good energy, they start to bounce back. So, what does that mean? That it was affecting them. And uh, you won't really know it until you remove how much how much energy was on them or not.
0: Now, what, and, what about the blue eye that a lot of people have on their wrists or in their
2: homes? For me... <sighs> Look, for me, when it comes to that blue eye I think that's supposed to keep evil away, as I've said before, the more that people believe it, the more energy you give that kind of thing. So it does work, but that's mostly based on a wide belief that it's going to protect you. And since you give it that belief, it's going to function in that kind of a way.
0: It's mm. a mental status. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of people put lines in front of their house because it basically, you know, protects the home or gargoyles in front of churches
2: yeah yeah, people do different things but it's more about i mean there are certain things that do it but they're not necessarily mainstream you know there's some people who like uh um whenever i'm I'm sure like you guys have all heard like whenever there's something like negative there they try to like put salt around it they try to contain it to a specific area yeah yeah so some people try that and people try a lot of different methods but when it comes to like something like the blue eye i think it's just for me i've whenever I have checked it out there it doesn't have like natural energy that is uh based upon it, more about the intention and the energy that people give it and whenever the the more energy a group gives to that kind of a thing, the more power it has so it functions in a specific way yeah
0: I mean so in essence, <clears throat> life is all about basically being positive being positive around with the people around you and kind of all of everybody having the same vision and the same positive energy constantly so if uh, husband and wife and kids it's always about you know what stay positive this is what we're thinking about don't worry about the negative it's kind of like naturally pushing the negative energy away Mm -hmm. and attracting the positive
2: yeah and there are instances where people who are like that for whatever reason like you know i'm an extremely positive person but this happens to me and you know what like it could be something like they don't have to have like a program that brings like this negative experience to them, but a lot of times, whenever it's, you are, let's say, you're a, you're a very positive person, your subconscious beliefs support you, and for the life of you, don't really understand where this, let's say, uh, bad uh, occurrence comes from. Mm-hmm. That could also just be part of something that you needed to experience, because your life will throw something in your way, because it's something that you need to uh, learn and experience from and move on from. So there are stuff where it will happen to you, but it's ha- it's happening because you need to experience it and learn what it, what that experience is. So it, it happens from that angle, too. So it's just a matter of knowing where this is coming from and where it's not.
3: So what, do you, what would you say to someone that says, this life we live is hell and afterlife is heaven?
2: I mean, there's people who kind of think like that and they feel that way. And I don't think that this life is hell at all. I think it's a very beautiful world that people live in. It just takes the right mindset to see it. Because I feel that in this world that everyone lives in, you're born here and uh, there is a counterpart to every problem that you have. So if this life for a certain person is hell, it takes a specific person to find that counterpart and neutralize it and grow from it. Because I feel like it all just depends on your view and understanding of it. Some people can lay down and take the feet and some people will try to find the solution because I feel like we live in a world where the solutions are all around us. It takes a specific person to find
0: it. I think affirmations have a big role in people's lives as far as with negativity. Yeah, Um, they do. If you do affirmations in the morning... In the, at night, maybe even during the shower. Yeah. I think it'll change your mindset.
2: Well, the way affirmations work, they there's a specific time to do them. You're supposed to do affirmations the first the second you wake up. And the people, whenever I say, you know, like you were talking about vision boards earlier, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a vision board and you put that right next to your bed, and it's the first thing you see in the morning. That's the, also whenever you're going to bed, that's the last thing you see, right? So whenever you're waking up and you're going to sleep, your vision you're imprinting that into your mind. And whenever you keep imprinting that in and imprinting that thought or like I want to have A, B, C, and D, you're giving it much more power. Because whenever I've had people do stuff like this, especially in the morning at night, they write something down. What they want whatever it is that they want, they start to attract it. And uh in my experience too, whenever you do kind of like start writing all these things down you start to notice these changes. You start to notice these changes because what ends up happening is that, let's say you write on a piece of paper, I want to change A, B, C, and D about me, right? You walk into your room during the day, you walk into your bedroom at at random points without even really looking at what's on the paper. You know what it signifies. And knowing what that paper, whatever it is that you're trying to change in your life and giving yourself like the visual stimulus all the time is going to imprint that into your mind to make it a part of you. And that helps a lot for people. I have people do that and they really notice changes too because that visual stimuli is always going on in the background. Once you walk into a room, once you wake up, once you go to... It's just a matter of uh, reading it a a few times until you know exactly what's on it and then it becomes second nature too.
1: And if that doesn't work, then that's where... You yeah c- you come into yeah. play I yeah mean.
2: because like if that doesn't work for you then that means that there's something that's right. not allowing you to uh get to it will can
0: you share is there information you can share with our cl- with our listeners as far as um phone number address yeah. anything like that if they need to contact you and they need help as far as you know energy and kind of self-motivation and all that stuff
2: well if people want to know uh about what is going on with them they need help with some of these things we were talking about today uh Please, you can, they can call me at 818-669-2171. And my name is uh, obviously William. And uh, <laughs> it, just let me know what it is that you need help with. And we'll try to figure it out and get you going on the right path.
0: And they basically do like a consultation with you?
2: Yeah, they do a consultation. I tell them what's happening A through Z. And see what it, how they feel about uh, taking care of these solutions and how we're going to go about finding resolution for them. You know, yeah.
0: Guys, I mean... I met Will for the first time. Edgar met Will for the first time. Armand knew him through a mutual friend. And he walked in here and he basically, kind of, <laughs> I mean, through our energy, he told us, I would say that was more beyond accurate as far as what my visions are and what, what I'm striving towards. Same with yours. I mean, what would you say with you? Same? I think the reason William
3: can't read me is the blocker. What do you mean? But he did read But you. he did read you, practically. Uh, what blocker? I, think <laughs> I have a blocker.
1: He has an ad blocker.
0: That <laughs> firewall <laughs> that you were talking yeah, about, I've he had He had has a out. subscription yeah. to Norton Antivirus.
3: A <laughs> lifetime life <laughs> subscription. Uh, that firewall, yeah. I think that's the reason oh. you're mm-hmm. unable to yeah. really get mm-hmm. a real feel. I, I
2: think with you, though, like on the long term, if you want to open up and let your kind of experience whatever is around you, it will honestly come to your benefit, though.
0: We will meet. Okay. (laughs) Will, I mean, I want to thank you for coming coming to the show. It was great. I
1: mean... I I think it was very enlightening. It was very enlightening.
0: The stories... I mean, if you're just tuning in, uh, as soon as we uh, were offline, you can go back and watch uh, the stories that he talked about from uh, the medium stories to the ghost stories and all that stuff, the energy stories... um, it was just, it was very, very enlightening, very, very educational. And, uh, I can't wait to have you back on again. I mean, we'd love to definitely have no you back problem. on.
2: And it was a pleasure being here guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. And I mean, it was very fun to talk to all of you and, uh, to know exactly what's going on with you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for giving me your energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for giving me your financial thanks, energy. Thanks for accepting it. <laughs>
0: Will's going to leave, go to 7-Eleven, buy a lotto tickets. <laughs> Let's try this baby uh, out. <laughs> anything you guys want to chime in on before we call it a night?
1: I mean, I'm a heavy believer in energy and uh, positive mindset. It's something that I've, since I was a, uh older teenager, 18, I've kind of studied and read books about it i'm nowhere near at his level but i i believe in it wholeheartedly and i think everybody at some point needs help or guidance and there's nothing wrong with asking for it um because that's tends to be sometimes the easier route versus trying to figure everything out by yourself that could take a long time yeah uh Uh, so i encourage everybody to whoever has any questions or concerns in their life even if it's a small issue or a big issue that's bothering you, and this is not in any way—you uh, guys know this is not an advertising show. It's mm-hmm. more informative. But we always say, if you need the help, don't hesitate to definitely uh, contact yeah. our guests.
0: Uh, Argos asking, you know, how to get people get a hold of him. He mentioned his number, but do it one more time before we call. him. Oh, yeah. we'll
1: put it on the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely yeah. put
0: it on. But mention it one sure. more time just in case. So my phone number is
2: 818-669-2171 Perfect.
0: Uh, William, thank you so much for no being problem. on the thank show. You. Thank, thank you for, for, for taking time me. out of your Monday. Yeah. For joining us. And uh, thank you to all the watchers. <laughs> <laughs> stop that. For joining no, us. Go. I know. Stop.
4: Sweden says
0: stop. Sweden says stop. How about after the 50th show, we
4: stop? <laughs> what
0: are we at, 47? Yeah. It's almost birthday. Yeah. 50. We'll have a cake and everything. Yeah. You want to have some cake with us, right? How romantic. Listen, I won't tell
3: say anything about the cake I'll right now. will But let's turn this baby. off. I'll tell you a cake story. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for I being with us either. on this
0: beautiful Monday. Have a great week. Have a productive week. Have an energetic, positive, energetic week. Oh, yeah. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Drop that in there. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next Monday. And
2: thank you, guys. Good week, guys. Woo!